Hey there, ho there, ladies and gentlemen, those between and affiliate. We are here for our sixth entry in the Fast and the Furious saga. Uh, I guess it's saga by this point. And <laughs> we're doing Furious 6, which is kind of a weird title retroactively, given that we got a Furiosa movie that's going to happen. So I guess there's there needs to be six more of these or five other Furiosa movies to get to Furious 6 or sorry, Furiosa 6. Yeah, or the upcoming Riddick film. Uh, the Chron- I think it's called The Chronicles of Riddick Furia. So. <laughs> which is funny because uh, for this Blu-ray, a trailer was of Riddick. Oh, yes, that's right. I've forgotten. Which was the same year. Yeah, which I, I was really, really hyped for, and I ended up walking away quite happy with it. Oh, with Riddick? Yeah, with Riddick. Nice. Okay, I heard some not-so-great things about it, but that's good. Yeah, and it features another wrestler with Vin Diesel. So he was uh, pairing up with him at this time with Batista. I thought I saw that. I thought I was wondering. I was wondering if that was him before. And then he, uh, so his first foray into science fiction, and then he, you know, signed a deal with MCU. Yeah, and I think that was his first uh, feature. I think he'd done a little bit of TV stuff, but I'm pretty sure that was his first film. But anyway, that's that's besides the, uh, yeah, here we are continuing with more Fast and the Furious. We got a fast turnaround, and maybe we're furious by this point with number six. I don't know. We'll find out. All right, I'm not, I'm not good at these. Uh, anyways, um, I did not see this one in theaters, even though I probably had the chance to back in the day, but which is 10 years of good grief. Oh, boy, don't mention it. Good grief. Don't mention it. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of films I had watched out uh, of this year uh, during this year, excuse me. Uh, but this one was not one of them. But I definitely knew and had seen the trailers for it. And there was something in the film I had completely forgotten about which was in the trailers, but I'm glad I forgot about because when I said, I was like, Oh my goodness, I forgot about this. Yeah. And I've seen about 20 minutes of it and yeah, it kept playing in the same room that I was in, but I was by, by no means paying attention to it. So, so I was basically coming in fresh and yeah, I guess we can discuss that. Uh, what we thought overall as we, as we go through this discussion, do you have it at the old, uh, timestamp zero? I do, sir. Take it away. Yeah, and we'll all hit play in three, two, one, play. And I'm seeing our, our beautiful Earth with our wonderful uh, our waters, so, you know, our blue planet. Everyone go check out. Uh... One day it won't be there anymore. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone go check out Blue Planet if they want to appreciate how, how wonderful our planet is. And I still can't believe it. I mean, I know it's a stupid movie, but like, I can't get over how Extinction was like, oh, yeah, all the water just dried up. It's like, What? How? How did it just dry up like that? It has to go somewhere. Sorry, anyways. Well, it depends. You know, at least our atmosphere is enough to keep it trapped in. But I'm pretty sure with Mars, the atmosphere became so thin that the water evaporated right out into space. Oh, that's if that's what it was like suggesting, then fair enough. But like the atmosphere breaking down so suddenly like that, that makes like no sense. Agreed. Agreed. But at first, uh, this opening here, I was like, is this the continuation of that race in the end of part five? And I was like, I don't think these are the same cars. So, oh no, certainly not. Uh, well, okay. Vin's always driving a Dodge. Like that's kind of, it's weird how it's a product placement for Dodge, but they don't linger on it the same way you would see in like a, I guess Michael Bay film or just any other film where it's just like, Oh, that product placement is so obvious. 
And then, of course, uh, Brian Aspie driving at Skyline, except this is a more recent Skyline. Oh, yeah. And I'm just not really a fan of the the newer, sleeker look of them. I like them a little bit more uh, squared. Yeah, I, I, want, I, gotta, I gotta wonder when this was paired with, they kind of dueled, I wouldn't say, I, I can't remember if they dueled themselves, but like with between this and Bayformers, but I almost wonder if they kind of avoided all of like Bay's cars, if that makes sense. Hmm, yeah. Because like, I haven't really seen like, you know, Bumblebee uh, or Ironhide or Jazz or... Well, yeah, Jazz was a Mercedes-Benz, if I recall. Even though it was 07, I was like, I'm pretty sure that was a Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, we've seen a lot of Chargers, and we'll see another one here. But I don't think we've seen any Camaros at this point, which is Bumblebee. Yeah, don't ask me anything about, like, anything from, like, Revenge of the Fallen or Dark of the Moon, because cars were kind of important that first one. After that, they just kind of, like, forgot about it. Oh, what do you think about this opening here? The, the glory, it's kind of worshipping the past. Like, they are trying to remind people of this like they are like knee deep like they're they're just like running down the fact that hey we are proud like we're showing you this and we are proud of this history mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like this movie in particular needs something like this because i i mean maybe to spoil some of my thoughts right at the start i feel like this is the first one where i feel like Oh, this one almost feels a little directionless. Like they weren't sure where to go. And we just we know that we need to tie something up. So we're just going to quickly tie it up. Yeah, but it 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 feels a little it's insubstantial. This one, I think. I think you're onto something. We'll get into it. As, uh, yes, we yeah. usually do. But I it's it's doubling down the fact that I mean, not that people are Obviously, people are divisive with three and several other ones, but like, yeah, a few of the other ones. But like, three, they literally show that three exists. Yeah, they um, they didn't show stuff with like you know Lucas Black in there, and it's true they only just show stuff with Han. But like, again, clock is ticking, clock is ticking for Han. <laughs> just remember that. Yeah, especially in this one, and I am curious if Lucas Black is gonna yeah continue at at this point because yeah maybe things will be changing this one around. Or this time around. I mean, at some point, like you know, we'll we'll catch up to three, and then he could he could show up. Which, by the way, I think back in the day when I was watching four and five, I think three was such a distant memory that it didn't even occur to me that these ones took place before that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there you go. Furious six, not fast. Furious again. They're they're having fun with like the titles, I guess. I suppose <laughs> Furious six. It's just a weird title, I think. So my, my money is still on, uh, for 10, uh, Leon, Suki, and Jimmy showing up. Because Leon has not been seen since, like, one, unless something happened to his actor, which I'm just not unaware of. Yeah, I don't know either. But it would be fun to see uh, Suki make a return. Yeah, she had personality, man. Even if Michael Ely and the other guy, like, showed up as well, that'd be kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. And little Bow Wow, I don't know if he comes back. But I guess we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I'm also wondering myself, and I obviously should just look this up, but like, I wonder <laughs> wonder what happened to Bow Wow. It's fun to be surprised. Yeah. I could look it up too. Yeah. But here we have Hobbs returning again, and we have his new partner. Uh, say, what, what's her Gina name from? What's her, what, okay. I was going to say, what's her name from Mandalorian? Uh, Cara Dune. Dune, I think. Of, of the Dune fame. 
Yeah, and despite the fact that she was canceled, I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm on record as saying that anything that she was involved with with The Mandalorian were the episodes I didn't like for the most part. I always found her character just kind of flat, and I always thought that she was just not a charismatic actress. I think she was fine in The Mandalorian. I think she's much more rough here. I I feel like she's almost, a, you know, you can almost have like a wax figure there. You have as much charisma as she has. <laughs> She's really good in one scene, the fight scene, but otherwise I'm just kind of like, uh. well, I mean, given her, oh boy, uh, given her repertoire with UFC, like, did you like this little Vin Diesel fake out when he walked in and he was, and we have the bald guy and it's like, oh no, they've got Dom. He looks just like him in a t-shirt. I thought that was kind of a, a weird fake out. <laughs> it was, but this part, I know you probably are just like, oh boy. Yeah, what do you feel about this? Well, okay, if everybody remembers, even though it's not hard to, because if you're listening <laughs> to this in like a playlist almost, um, yeah, you'll know that in the last in the last episode, literally, and I'm, I'm going to call it the episode because there are episodes by this point. In the last episode of Fast and Furious, we had uh, Eva Mendez, who is not in this movie for some reason. They oh. literally like drop her there and it's like, oh, she's back and she's not. I wonder if Gina Carrero's or Carano is, is it Carano? I'm sorry. I, I get yeah, Carano. Carano, thank you. Uh, I don't know if Gina Carano's character is supposed to be Eva Mendez's character and what happens with all that. But, you know, we had the, the stinger of like, hey, come see the next film, which is like, yeah, they, if they wanted to end it, they could have ended it in five um but what i'm just enjoying this this image here and oh, i'm oh never okay. mind keep going keep going i'm already <laughs> of, drunk of vin diesel <laughs> and being shirtless because yeah he's he's a pretty big dude yeah he's he's got not a bad chest and yeah she's not got a bad uh yeah take it away from me take it away quick <laughs> anyways uh letty's alive letty's apparently alive it's like yeah. oh good oh goodness gracious me <laughs> Who's not dead in this universe? Uh, no one's ever really gone. Um, but um, yeah, Eva Mendez, I was admittedly highly disappointed not to see a return. I was like, why did you tease me? Why, why could they not come to terms with her? You know, just give her whatever she wants. You know, she's she's a class act. Throw, throw some money at her and bring her back. But but I guess this is only six. Maybe she'll come back in the next one. Or We got... We got f- four more of these and maybe she'll yeah. be in Hobbs and Shaw. We don't know. I guess. Yeah, there's That's five true. more of these. So, but yeah, this, uh, this opening here with Dom still being in relationship with this, this woman whose name I can't remember. I think this was a weird choice. I think maybe they could have broken up off screen, but we'll discuss it. <laughs> so it's, I don't know if they're ripping on or taking cues from Skyfall or James Bond or Mission Impossible, but like, yeah, this movie is, uh, this is an interesting one. It's funny that you say that because on the same day that I watched this yesterday, I just picked up the UHD copy of No Time to Die. And immediately after I watched this, I popped that in and watched that film. Boy, it was stark. Because it was like, I feel like this movie, you know, it's it, they're dropping the heist element almost completely. And it feels like they're trying to be either a Mission Impossible or a Bond kind of spy film a little bit. 
not quite there, but trying. And then jumping into No Time to Die, I was like, oh, man, this this is what I want from a spy movie. That Fast and the Furious thing that. That's, you know, that, you know, put 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 both feet in. You want to be a spy movie, be a spy movie. This one feels like they couldn't quite figure out what they wanted to be yet. Almost an in-between experimental film of like, all right, so it was a heist movie last film, a bombastic one at this. Now we have the angle of these guys working for the government. So it's just like, it's just like Escape from New York all over again. Yeah, except these guys don't really feel like anti-heroes anymore. Like... This is the Suicide Squad before the Suicide Squad, right? I obviously, okay, obviously, Escape from New York is the original Suicide Squad, but like, how do you, like, you, you have like the perfect idea of like, this is like unaffiliated DC uh, blo- or IP that is the Suicide Squad, where it's like the government will assign these criminals uh, to do this task rather than risk the lives of military soldiers uh hmm. to get years off their sentence it's like why not just go with that because they're always like full pardon full pardon it's like seriously mm-hmm. they're just throwing out there like it actually doesn't mean anything at all hmm. that is uh that is a beautiful uh car yeah that is a one that stands <laughs> out right <laughs> um but yeah and you're you're bringing up another major issue that I have with this movie is I feel like I don't understand why the team comes back together. It it seems like there's zero stakes for them. Do all of them really care about Letty enough to, I mean, basically throughout their retirement, they got enough money that they don't, they never need to worry again. That's what the whole previous movie was about. Speaking of money, it's like, uh, Tej, I, I know you mean well, but like that's a lot of people's money right there that you just like that are now being thrown away. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, is that his money that he rigged up or is he just taking random people's money from the bank? Well, I know he's I know he's giving it back to the people, but it's like people also may put money in the bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like now you're just taking money from the anyway, whatever. Unless the bank, unless the money is insured. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I thought it would have been better if he opened up his car and his car sprayed out money. Yeah, that would have been actually a little bit better, but. but I do like seeing where everyone is kind of catching up and seeing what they've done with their riches. I don't really see what uh, Han and uh, Giselle have done, but are they like still in the heist business? Like they I don't know, like they they seem to be running. Yeah, and I guess they're the only ones that didn't go to a country that had no ex extradition. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what Hong Kong had when it came to the extradition laws. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not sure either. But were they just talking about Tokyo in that scene? I I didn't have my... They are still, still trying to hint to us about Tokyo. Yeah, and I, I did feel like this time I was like, okay, you're laying it on too thick. I mean, when are we going to get this moving here? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I guess I'll give them a thumbs up for saying like, all right, they haven't forgotten... But at some point, they're going to have to say it. Like, they're going to have to show us it. <laughs> did you did you like that Brian gave his baby a Skyline Dude, toy? that's the joke. Like, they're laying in it. <laughs> like, wait, like, come on. Like, wait until he comes. Like, once Dom shows up, guess what he's bringing him? <laughs> I think. 
right? <laughs> By the way, that baby is super adorable. I just I have to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I was laughing. I was laughing. I was like, I can't believe they did this, but it's hey, there. Look right there. There. Look at that. <laughs> it's the it's, it's the Toretto-mobile. <laughs> like <laughs> we got the O'Connor car and we got the Toretto-mobile. And it was the better skyline. I wish he still had that skyline instead of his newer model. Oh, dude, yeah, no, it's the way better skyline. Yeah, but this is a bit of an unfortunate development that Mia is kind of taken out of the plot because of his baby thing. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I like the baby being there, but I would have preferred her being a part of the plot. It's a nice thing of, like, we're seeing the characters grow in a way, and yeah. you can say that it's definitely been... a a year because that at least a few months because that baby like the, the beginning they come in and she's giving birth and then baby like that baby's at least a few months old by that point right yeah yeah probably like eight months i would think something like that. oh yeah that seems like an eight month old by the way i forgot to mention with rome and his his plane full of plane full of babes his entourage did you like that his private jet said uh it's roman bitches i saw that i was like <laughs> the gall of that man but it i think that seems in line for rome yeah yeah i was just thinking i was like ah, if the cops are still looking for him he's basically signaling if he uh flies into the airspace take him down yeah <laughs> there is that too but okay so here's here's the thing here here's the thing as you mentioned before and i'll just say this now even though because i probably will miss my chance only the only people who know about letty and have a relationship with her are Dom, Brian, Mia, Vince, rest in peace, buddy. Uh, Leon, um, Jesse, who's also rest in peace, buddy. And that's it. Like mm. nobody else at this point. Tej, Rome, Giselle. Ha- I-, I guess Han. Sorry, I forgot to mention Han. Han also yeah. knows who Letty is. But those other three have no clue who Letty is. Even the other two buds from the last film. I apologize for that. But Don Omar and the... Uh, the Puerto Rican rapper, they they both also had maybe at least some connection to her because they were on yeah. the crew with her. Yeah, I was even thinking they should have been there instead of Tej and Rome because I'm pretty sure in Rome and Tej showed up in the last uh, movie. That was their, their first time meeting Dom. So I was like, uh, like why? what reason would they have to return to this? I mean, I guess just so they could be free, but they seem like they're living a good life. I mean, I don't know if they need to I don't know. I mean, the last film was a heist film. So uh, that was Brian who called on them on their services. Yeah. So that, that, that checks out. But for this, and there you go, is it Leo and Santos? For, there you go, their names. Um, yeah. They met, I'll say they at least try to cover their bases and saying like, yeah, they're not here in this. They're not in this movie because, and they don't say whether they won at that blackjack table or whatever table it was that, that table in Monte Carlo, which is, I guess, kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about my pain with that. <laughs> never, never bet on red. <laughs> or never bet on black. Yeah, always bet on green. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, okay, I, I don't know. Don't don't ask me. Yeah, and so. Yeah, I don't know. It, and they didn't know why they were coming back. It seemed like it seemed like they knew they were working for Hobbs. Maybe so. New place, we're in London. So instead of, you know, well, that's, again, international 
it's it's trying to be international where just like we're going all over the globe by this point again mission impossible but james bond they're very much trying to be a spy film as you said yeah and this maybe one of my complaints with this one as well is this feels like the tokyo drift one where it's like okay we're in we're in england we're in london but i it feels like it's just there for color i never have a like i feel like they could have brought in some sort of oh we need someone who's we need a local you know someone who's knows the city and he's like this wacky british racer i feel like that might have done something ah okay i i know exactly what you mean hey what do you think of this bit <laughs> well this i guess i didn't address hobbs's first scene beating the hell out of that that criminal i mentioned it that to people of just like hey um caleb probably doesn't like this no i did not like that i didn't like that he just shows up at this random police station and completely fucks up their room. I mean, they got, someone's got to pay for that. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking here, too. And that's not how an interrogation works. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Unless you're in the Bush era. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's where Hobbs got his training from, I guess. And this is technically the Bush era right now, actually, now that I think about it. Maybe they're making some commentary. This is like 2005, which... yeah. Yeah, even though that Skyline is not 2005 or that Charger either. You're right. Oh, they yeah, they fucked up. Oh. <laughs> it's no use. It's no use. Yeah, we're I think we're officially in the leave your brain at the at the ticket teller and then pick it up on the way out. Uh yeah, especially with some of the cars they get later, like those are not 2005 models. Yeah, instead of the coat check, it's the brain check. <laughs> It's like, remember, this has to happen before, unless unless Tokyo Drift takes place in like 2015, and people are still using. uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure when were flip phones starting to come back again? Was it 2015 or 2017? I feel like it was like like 2018, 2019. I think they're coming back. I think. Oh, and do do you think this also has a similar bit with like either not? dark knight i mean i guess maybe that was also a case in four with braga uh where it's just like he's exactly where he wants to be mm. yeah we'll get to braga but yeah i know what you mean <laughs> spoilers <laughs> yeah we'll get to specter when everything turns out it's all tied into uh things that wasn't there before <laughs> actually two years before they pulled the specter yeah specter was stealing from this oh totally you know the the hacks it uh whatever the studio is. I know it's MGM, but like whatever studio is doing bond by this point, it's like, yeah, packs. Yeah. Daniel Craig showed up. He's like, you never guess the movie I just watched. They had this great idea. And the writers are just like, Oh fuck. <laughs> but yeah. Here's our introduced to our main villain this time. Shaw. And I got to say, he feels like maybe the most, maybe the second most forgettable villain so far. All right. Who's the first? the the oh wait we know yeah guy from last movie oh i was gonna say the guy from three oh because he wasn't even like a boss he was just like an underling oh you can't steal my girl (laughs) yeah i also okay yeah fair enough so this guy at least is like an international like terrorist kind of maybe sure i feel like he's underwritten Oh, yes. Hugely. Again, I'm not even sure what his motivation is. This is a quick turnaround, by the way. They have done... This is really, like, almost two years. Like, even though they took a break between uh, three and four, it was 2009, 2011, 2013. And then 
Sevens 2015. Like they were like on the ball with these things. Yeah, and I, I feel like that could be part of the mistake. Because, yeah, he feels, the villain feels extremely underwritten. And we've got, a at this point, a giant cast of characters. And I don't feel like they did enough to really make them any of them stand out. A lot of the the usual fast crew at this point feel like they were a little bit underserved, I think. I guess because you know what the characters are at this point, you could further them somehow with character development. There's no real character arcs in this. Yes. I, mean, I don't think there's been really any character arcs in like at all. Unless I, again, I know they're trying to go through it like, you know, franchise, like episode by episode, but like, I guess you could see like character development through like a long, like they could play the long game, right? Yeah. And we'll see. I mean, they, they had kind of a character circle with Brian where he was uh, the first movie. He had a big character arc and then they just redid it like three movies later. (laughs) Um, Dom. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you. we thought that he maybe would learn a lesson from that first movie, putting his group in danger. But then he kind of didn't, and now he just keeps putting them in more and more danger. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're free to leave. By the way, those look like... That just seems, screams something from, like, The Dark Knight. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Nolan, and this vehicle itself, I think, is a, a great new invention, invention for the series. Hitting up the... Uh, uh nascar type vehicle we haven't really seen that before yeah f1 almost yeah f1 there you go i don't know about nascar but yeah f1 it's like a, like a doom buggy almost like even even some of these yeah. shots remind me of something out of no like dark knight yep and when he's flipping over the cars i was like oh yeah this feels very nolan inspired you know what's funny is that this vehicle was like so popular and <laughs> i don't know if this is a thing or not uh, but it was so popular that it ended up in GTA five online. Hmm. Oh, wow. That's, that's interesting. They obviously had to like make, I don't know what the vehicle itself is called here. And they obviously had to have a, like a knockoff version of that in the game, but it pretty much behaves the same way where you literally just like launch people. Yeah, it's cool. This, this is one of the coolest scenes in the movie. Although that was weird where he, dr- okay. Did you see that? Like he drifted yep. in such a weird I don't you saw that right where he like without turning his wheels like that was so weird. Yeah, it's yeah, it feels like it's like back wheel control. Oh, I guess you're right. Maybe the back wheels turn, but I don't know. I don't know what that is. That has to be a four by four, though, right? Like it's not just like everything's on like two wheel drive, right? Yeah, I don't know. It, it was making me think of Mad Max, the game when you can press that button to just like fire at the person on your side. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, when you shoot at the flames. <laughs> no, it's um, if someone comes up beside you, you can like hit one of the back buttons, and it'll quickly like speed to the side in their their direction, bang into them. Really, I don't remember that. Maybe that was a feature I didn't use. Yeah, I've actually been playing through that game. Like recently? Yeah, uh, I've been taking a break between uh, Resident Evil Five and Six a little bit, and and playing through oh, that's that. Good. Jeez, he is unloading with that marksman rifle. Holy smokes. What the hey is that? This is one of the first scenes where I was like, this doesn't feel like Fast and the Furious. I mean, in a way, like, this is actually, I, I mean, and they kind of spell it out later, and maybe I'll talk about it again there, but like, they spell it out where it's like, this is them, the last film. 
Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember ever seeing our our Fast and the Furious Furious crew being great marksmen, and they're all running out and shooting. Yeah, and Giselle here. That was just completely stupid. I was like, "What the fuck was she thinking?" She knew there was a sniper. Yeah, she's kind of okay. Her she doesn't really have a character in these in these films. <laughs> it kind of sucks. Like her character was she was like part of Braga's entourage or crew, and, yeah. and then she was like, "I want to sleep with Dom, so I'll help him betray." the thing but if he doesn't want to sleep with me that's fine and oh now i've met han i want to sleep with han <sighs> and then the only character arcs that the two of them have for this movie is should we go to tokyo uh, i'm not sure if we should go to tokyo okay let's go to tokyo oh no i'm dead <laughs> so not to go away from that but so we kind of have a returning arsenal uh back Oh yes, from was it the the second one? Too Fast Too Furious. It was that like weird uh, claw looking thing that would go into that they, they shot at, and it would like embed inside in the side of a vehicle, and it would mess with either the like, electronics or the, um, or I guess the mechan or maybe the engine. I don't remember. I thought it was the electronics, but this clearly makes it electronics. Ouch! Yeah, yeah it taps with the the computer chip in the car. Which probably would work even better now with electric vehicles, by the way. Like, if they were repping electric vehicles, this is just, like, the worst. This is, like, the bubonic plague to them. <laughs> yeah. All right, that was... How did he know that was... How did he know it was right there, and... I I was thinking the same thing. How the hell would he know that it hit him, even? <laughs> yeah, you don't have... Even, a, even, like, cameras wouldn't pick that up. Yeah, again, leave your brain at the coat check. I got number 32, you got number 29. You'll pick them up at the end. But I will say that I like the returning arsenal, then they kind of refined it in a way where it's now like, you know, the size of, I don't know, like a pencil sharpener. Yeah, it makes sense with the advancing technology that we've seen over the years. Oh, yeah. No. Everything gets smaller. It actually seems a lot less out of place now than it did. Like it was, it was very like goofy sci fi weapon in Too Fast, Too Furious of that 2000s taste but in this it's like yeah. no it's it can be something that exists potentially but still something out of like a spy film and i love 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 racing scenes and tunnels i i think this is just great i remember always highlighting uh whenever i watch um thx 1138 there's a big scene in a tunnel and i think that thing is just great and this is reminding me of it a little bit so you know what they could have done? They could have had. Whoa! Oh, wow. That okay. That was a good. That was a good take. That was really yeah. like surprising both times. Yep. Even though I watched it last night. <laughs> Just like okay, no, you got that. That was a really good like fake out there. And I complained in the the previous ones about Justin Lin not pulling back enough to show us the action. I think he does a great job here. In terms of his. Uh, action directing all around i think this is his best effort yet again he's this is his fourth time directing this in the series so he's 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 experienced i'll say that yeah and even though he's filming at night um you know he has his close-ups here and there but yeah you're right i think he does at least hold the camera back yeah which which i think is what you want when you see car action 
Well, just any action in general. Like, it's not to say you never can have close-up shots. It's just like, uh, what shot works best in the moment or, or for the scene itself? Yeah. Oh, and here we get the introduction of Letty's uh, Jensen Inter- Interceptor, which is a beautiful car. Do you know what model that is? Uh, the model, I don't know. Okay. Probably, I don't know, early 70s. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Yeah, 70 to 73, I would think. But What do you think of some of the... Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's... <laughs> what can I say? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Should have taken a lot of damage from that, like from that <laughs> fall. And again, just is fine after he just parachute rolls. <laughs> oh, we'll discuss even more of that as it goes along. It, it becomes a cartoon show. Well, and what would it not, and and it wouldn't be a cartoon show without, you know, one of Caleb's favorite tropes, amnesia. Yeah, now we're into the soap opera territory. This is Days of Our Lives, the car edition. Cue Young and the Restless theme. But even though I really don't like that trope, I think it's lazy and stupid. I think uh, Michelle Rodriguez breaks out her best performance of the series, I think, in this one. And she convinces me. Ooh, interesting. Oh, wow, okay. And these two, I don't know. What what do you think about their dynamic of just constantly ribbing each other? Well, it worked in two. Yeah, it worked with two, yeah. But it's it almost feels like that's all they got for these two at this point. Yeah, they're the they're the funny guys. Like they're the comic relief of this crew. But there was stuff to Rome, man. Like, I remember that stuff with Rome where he had, like, some, you know, beef with Connor, or sorry, with O'Connor, with Brian. And he's now out of that. And I guess now he's enjoying the, the high life and whatnot. So, or being out of jail. And he's definitely, like, you know, enjoying the pleasures of the flesh. Huh. But that's kind of it, isn't it, eh? Yeah. Does he have any spotlight in this one? I remember in the last one, he had that scene where he uh, went into the go drop off that camera that they had in the evidence. And he was like hitting on the lady. And then a guy came and he was like, it became an awkward scene. I don't know if he has anything like that this time around. Uh, he does have, I think a bit with Han. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Hmm. But here's where the big, like, you know, as, as the previous movie showed, this is the big drama here of like, Dom seen Letty and he shot her or he shot, he shot, she shot him. Excuse me. Yeah. But he's, he's unfazed, you know, a bullet couldn't hurt me. And she's, she's family. You don't turn your back on family when they scratch you with a bullet. <laughs> scratch. <laughs> I guess for his sake. Yes. Cause he's captain America here. Yeah. Even though captain America couldn't shrug off a lot of bullets back in winter soldier, man, a, a year prior, of course, that car is slick. I love the, I love the shape for the back. Of it. It's whoever designed that is a genius. I don't think I, I assume it probably wouldn't work in real life. I wonder how I, mean, I feel like somebody's probably tested it out. Um, oh, I, I'm not. What, what do you mean by work in real life? Uh, the, the actual like their the little like F1 dune buggy car. Oh, oh, yeah. I was talking about her car. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if those cars could really. Uh, do you mean like if they could flip someone like that? Yeah, if they, I mean, I could see maybe like suburb or yeah, Subarus, but not like something like, you know, a tanker truck or a Mack truck or 
you know, an F an F E four fifty. Oh, and here we get the first scene of our buddy from the raid. Um, I, I can't remember his name. Joe Talseem, I believe. Thank you. And also from of Mortal Kombat twenty twenty one fame. Oh, I was just gonna skip past that. Yeah, that, that he was in that. Yeah. Hey, he did a good job there. Uh, even <laughs> though with uh, how that movie was, he did good as Sub Zero anyway. Yeah, and this is another. This this just bothers me. I we have a we get this picture of this crew, and to be honest, they seem like they could be a, an interesting cast of characters, but. They really don't give us a single thing about any of them. They're all just a look. Draft one. The draft, we don't care. Draft, these are people who are just here to... Okay. ...be victims, almost, pretty much. <laughs> they're just on the slaughterhouse. Like, they're we're, we're just, like, you know, expendables. Yeah, we even have... That's the second time, by the way, he said, this is crazy. Yeah, that's true. And we even have Rome going through being like, look, they're all evil parallels to us. Let me show you which one represents which. And it's like, oh, yeah, is that all they're supposed to be? Couldn't you give us something? <laughs> so this is where I'm like, OK, I think the idea for this film works like an idea of having. OK, this is like a. An, an, OK, <laughs> stupid as it sounds. This is an arc of a television show. All right. Uh, where. You know, within if within these seasons of Fast and the Furious, we now have um, the dark mirror plot, which is like or the the mirror <laughs> character or the dark counterpart arc where it's like so the Fast and the Furious crew, they've been recruited by the government to take time off their sentence if they pull off jobs and be like the expendable crew in in in, in place of. Uh, what do you call it in place of uh, actual security or at least actual armed forces and trained operatives? Uh, we're, we're getting criminals to do our work because, you know, they're expendable and they have to, after succeeding in their first season or whatever, this is the second season where it's the dark counterpart crew, where it's basically their, the mirrored selves. And if you remember all the way back when they were in their heist days, this is, that was them then this is them now. And they're fighting themselves. <laughs> yeah. And that would be fun if the, the personalities of the people matched, like, or if they had, um, you know, if they gave us some reason why Letty would be attracted to this crew, I don't really understand why she's paired up with them. Is it just for, I guess, just because Shaw happened to find her and she'd be willing to go with anyone? If they had some traits that, you know, reminded us of this crew and be like, oh, that's why she likes them, because they feel like her old crew. You know, that that might be something, but just just remember, she's a blank slate. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, that bothers me. <laughs> well, I mean, like I just said before, what bothered me here is that they were going around, they were talking about Letty, and it's like, but Rome, Giselle, and Tej don't know who that is. And they're just supposed to act like, oh, yeah, we know her. It's like, no, you don't. You never met. Like, that happened in four, and five was because she was absent from that. Yeah, it does. It, it, it yeah. I, I was struggling with the motivation of the, a lot of these characters throughout this. So it's it's weird that like on surface level they it seems like they are keeping continuity within the series, but they're actually not. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree there. This this one really feels directionless. If it, it feels like they don't 
that's they were like, we, okay, let's bring everyone back. It worked last time. And let's just fill this one out to get Letty back to the crew. And we'll figure out what to do next time to really give us a story. And I'm hoping that they do because this one it feels so thin. But we do get some different dynamics this time. They did switch up because last movie they kind of had pairs for the whole movie. This time they throw out some some different pairings. Which is nice. I always like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So here we get the rock with, with Tej. And we get this pompous British a-hole who's like, oh, you guys are too poor to be here. And th- this happened to me once. I went into a, a store to look for some socks for my dad, a store that I wouldn't normally shop in. And the shopkeeper came up and gave me basically that exact same speech. Like, oh, like, I think you're looking for a different store. Uh, This store here, you know, our prices are quite expensive. He even showed me like a shirt that was like $200. He's like, I I think you might be looking for this store. And I was just like, uh, are you serious? Absolutely. Is that Guilford Mall? Dude, holy crap. At Guilford? What the? Is that Guilford? Get out of here, bud. Come on. You're (laughs) guilt. And when I. When I brought my stuff to the front, he came over to to check me out. And I was like, no, no, no. You go back to what you're doing. Call over your manager. He can check me out. <laughs> Fucking A, bud. And he looked pissed. And I was like, okay, you know, fuck you. <laughs> I didn't say that. I know, I know. But I did tell the manager. I was like, you should talk to him about how he talks to customers. Yeah, sure. Every branch, you know, can exist anywhere, even a dump like Guilford. Actually, I think people might think Surrey Central is more of a dump. But like, come on, man. You're not in like New York or something like that. I know. I'm Surrey for pit <laughs> sakes. What a douchebag. I was probably like like 15. Oh, wow. So okay. he's probably like, oh, some teenager coming in here. Thinks that he's working like, you know, downtown or somewhere like Milan or, you know, somewhere more exotic than this place. <laughs> Buddy, you're in the suburbs. You'd still think you wouldn't immediately target someone walking to the store and tell them to leave because they look too poor. Just based off of the person, I was like, man, what the hey? Like, come on. <laughs> like, maybe it's because, you know, it's the time of the year. It's their birthday or whatnot. Like, gotta give everybody the benefit. Then again, I've never worked in retail, so I can't say. Yeah, I still wouldn't think that you would go after people that you think look poor and tell them to get out of your store pretty much. <laughs> but here we go. Here's our kind of only flavor of a Look, here's a, a British local who's kind of a working in the crime scene. He's the guy who designed these cars for them. And they really only use it to replay a joke from the last movie. Yeah, how, how'd you, what'd you think about this? Which one was that again? Which was the joke? Uh, I was the one Han and Giselle were assigned to get the fingerprint from... Uh, oh, yeah. From... I don't think it was. I can't remember what the villain's name was. Well, it was. Yeah, it was the villain. That's why I said like, because that one's at least for that one's forgettable. Whereas like super. Yeah. See, I remember the third uh, to- Tokyo Drift's villain because mostly of Sony Chiba. That's why. Yeah, he wasn't really the villain, but he was. No, no, I'm not saying he was. I'm just saying because of Sony Chiba. Han even mentions when she's like, oh, you guys are forgetting one thing. He's a man. And Han's like, you know, she always says that. Even though she only said it once before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. And again, does Giselle and Riley here, I think that's her name, uh, do they kind of get along? Do they like bonds? <sighs> nope. Does does Riley even have a, a character? I mean, she she is like a charisma vacuum in this, I think. <sighs> it's like, why is she a part of the crew? Why why give us a crew member? Who has no personality? 
Well, she is the the heavy archetype, as in like she's well on the I guess hero's side. Yeah, but it's so forgettable. I mean, at least the Rock's assistant in the last movie had enough character that she became like Dom's partner, and her and Dom had all this this thing, and or all the, all this uh, kind of bonding between them, kind of understanding between each other. Yeah, lost loved ones. I don't. I don't get a single thing off this character. I mean, it's weird that they didn't bring her back, but she's just like, yeah, go do that. I'm. I'm done with that stuff. It's like, really? Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It bothers me that she's just like, uh, you know, if it was my husband, I wouldn't be able to to let go. So you can just go and basically we will break up right now. Which like, uh, what the hell does that even mean? It's like, <laughs> okay, well, you know, you're. Your first girl is is back from the dead, so I guess you know, I'm I'm the girl next door, so I can't be gotten anymore. It's like what the hey, like okay, goodbye. Yeah, it was like okay, I guess Dom was just like a a hookup for, her, and she was just like okay, I'm bored of the hookup. You can go back to your old girl, and I'll move on. I mean, she's not the rebound girl. I if that if if I if my <laughs> if my knowledge of that sort of like subculture exists if it's if that's correct yeah and we'll talk about that after we discuss this moment i don't i actually don't like this this seems like even though this guy was a snooty asshole it's kind of like tej is using his money to completely debase him he's like strip nude in front of us give us all your clothes and just leave oh and that watch that you got i want that watch too like, are you paying this guy that, to, to do that? Like, are you going to pay for his shirt or no? I'm assuming he's buying it, but he's he's basically being like, I'm so rich that I can just, you know, this is how small you are to me. I mean, it's, you know, obviously it's a, for us, you and I, it's a callback to Transformers 1 with, you know, the scene where the Autobots got, sector seven like you know at gunpoint and either uh michaela or sam are just like yeah drop the pants buddy oh yeah <laughs> i've forgotten about that completely yeah i've I've never yeah no i'm i'm also kind of just like embarrassed by that but yeah so let's just move all away from that <laughs> i'm just like I, that didn't need to be there and i know it's for for comedy it just i i feel gross about rich people just abusing the working class and even though that guy was rich enough to be, or at least high enough enough to be managing an auction, I guarantee you he's still, you know, working class to some degree. And so to see some rich folks just debase him in that way, it just feels a bit fucked up. I mean, hey, even that guy, even that like guy at that store uh, for you, like he was working retail for pit sakes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a big asshole, but yeah, he's working retail. I would even if I was rich, I would never, you know, debase him. <laughs> But yeah, if you're rich, you don't work at retail. <laughs> yeah, unless that's your thing. Yeah, he was just a snooty asshole, which is you know n- not nice. But and uh, well, here we have the opposite, where instead of a uh, you know high class, we have lower class in a black market deal. Oh, well, not so much really. It's more just like pawn shop owner and like, hey, where's this bullet from? Yeah. Or sorry, where the, the originally the bullet originates back here. Who uh, who'd you sell it to? Do I look like a racer? Uh, I don't know. 
I like his shirt. I don't know why. That's a nice shirt. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, I kind of like what Brian says here. It's just <laughs> sort of <laughs> like, just take care, guys, even though like we beat you up. Yeah, it was like a little bit of flash of the old Brian. Kind of enjoys his lifestyle. Again, the ladies here just, yeah, the series is not exactly great with the ladies and lady characters. I think, yeah, only Mia, uh, Letty, and maybe Suki all have, like, the best characters for, like, just, like, characters themselves, like, non-gender characters. Yeah, the ones written and directed by, uh, was it Rob Cohen? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, apparently he knew what to do with the ladies, whoever is... Even though he has gotten in trouble from ladies, because he may have done something bad. Yeah, so in terms of an artist, yeah, maybe his personal life, he's a little more fucked up. Although, to be fair, he didn't do two, and Suki's in two, so... Oh, I thought he did direct that. No, it was somebody else. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess I forgot to mention that. Yeah. It's weird, usually we would, like, say who, um... I'm just so used to Avatar where you say like, oh, this movie was directed by and written by. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still by Chris Morgan, so he's at the helm again of, of writing. And he's been writing them since four, is it? Or three? Been three. Or maybe it was. Yeah, maybe it was three. Let me take a look. Take over for me for a bit. Yeah. What am I doing? I can just lift this up. Yeah, and I, I feel like um, Gal Gadot... Or actually, I found out how to say your name. I think in the last episode I said it was Gal Gadot. It turns out it's a combination between the two. It's Gal Gadot, I think. Ah, okay. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Either way, she emphasizes the T. <laughs> and I, I never noticed that. Um, but I think she... Oh, by the way, suddenly she's a great marksman again. Um, I'm. I forget what her role was in four. If she was the one that was supplying weapons, or if she was like the weapons dealer in that. Or I thought she was a a good racer. I thought just like the rest of our crew. But but either way, um, yeah, I think she has a lot of charm here. Actually, and I, and I can see why the DC crew kind of headhunted her as like, okay, this this person has a lot of potential. Oh yeah, I just feel like. Uh, maybe they just didn't notice her potential or they were just not really caring about filling out these characters. Cause you know, she has nothing here. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, do you remember the, the two fast and furious was directed by John Singleton and was still written by Gary Scott Thompson. Unless that was, I forget, unless that was just like a archive, not archive, but uh carryover writing just for like based off of the characters or that was, I think it was him. And then two other car- two other writers. Chris Morgan started in three. Oh, okay, yeah. So so I was wrong with my my uh, Rob Cohen. So I don't know. E- either way, those first two had better characters, definitely. So this part's like the raid, I guess. Yeah. Now now they're really signaling that we're, you know, this this Fast and the Furious means something else now. I mean. And I, I enjoy it for what it is, but it doesn't feel like anything else we've seen so far. Um, here's where the action's a little too close, where they could have, like, you know, had the camera back a bit. But and there you go. There's a flying armor that I don't yeah. think G, uh, Gina could have pulled off in UFC, but she was known, I think, for doing armbars. 
Oh, yeah, I don't know anything about her UFC career. Neither do I. <laughs> and this here, yeah, I feel like Justin Lin, like maybe like Joel was just like, hey, you know, I did the raid. Like, let's have that scene from, remember like the end with Mad Dog against Rama and his brother? Like, let's do that, but here. Because his character was killed off by Mad Dog in that film. So he's like, here, I want to give it, I'm going to bring some of my like, you know, chops from the, the raid here. And then Lady just gets out of an arm bar like that, even though she had her perfectly in there. Oh, and wow. A raid on the head. A raid on the head for Letty. It's like that scene from John Wick 2. Yeah, and... Yeah, what do you think? What do you think about all this? Just this sudden Um, break. It makes me want to go back to this and, like, rewrite it. Or not not rewrite it, but, like... Because, you know, I'm a hand-to-hand combat guy, so I always love, like, fight scenes, but... I don't know, like, there's stuff there. If, if you let the camera go back a little bit more, I probably would enjoy it. But I think for the most part, the all the actors are doing most of their stunts. But there's obviously stunt men and women there. Yeah. But, like, I think it's Justin Lin trying to show other stuff besides car action. Like, so now we're, now we're having, like, hand-to-hand combat action. Yeah, and it, I can't decide if... Justin Lin is feeling like I don't want to make Fast and Furious anymore or if it's let's advance or evolve Fast and Furious because from four on it's it's felt like they're trying to move away from those first three movies as much as they can and this is the furthest movement I don't know well in a way it's called Furious 6 yeah, that's true. That's true. So maybe the title, of course, like that, that would make everybody go, wait, why is it called this? It's like, maybe that's a sign of like, this isn't yeah. Fast and the Furious. Like, it's still Fast and the Furious, but this is like, we're trying something different now. Even though my. To shake up the formula this week in this week's episode that's called Furious 6. Yeah, even though my Blu ray says F6 and Fast and Furious 6. I don't know if that was a Canadian thing. Maybe in the U.S. it's just Furious 6. That's a good point. I actually don't know. Check IMDb. And I think it makes sense because I know one of them is called The Fate of the Furious. So it makes more sense to just keep... On IMDb, it says Fast and Furious 6, but the title says Furious 6. But, yeah, you know, if... Now, that is a nice-looking car. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with oh, my gosh. I love it. Um, but in... Yeah, maybe, again, I'm going with that of, like... You know, we're taking out the fast part and we're making it furious instead. It's like, okay. And here, here's the backstory. Exposition. Yeah. yeah. And they try to show that Sean and her have some vague relationship, but she does not seem like she's interested. And so again, it makes me wonder, has he just been controlling her ever since he got her out of the hospital? And that's why she's with him. I feel like they could have made it more complex if she actually did feel like Shaw, but you know, you've been my protector all this time. You've helped me. But instead she just seems like she hates him. (laughs) Or yeah, all of a sudden like these, she's conflicted because of seeing Dom and just like starting her memory starting to come back. But like, that's another thing of like, I found you, you were a blank page. So does this mean that you were, you know, if you if you're an amnesiac and you start all the way over, like you, 
You've lost all memory. Doesn't that mean <laughs> that you've lost the ability to drive? Uh, no, sure. Her driving skills were always there. It's Dom even points out like, oh, you know, you're still the same person. You just don't remember anything. It's pre-natural. So like everything but your memory to grasp language uh, and normal human functions of talking as well. No, that's fine. But like your memory of like pe- people's, no, that's gone. It's like, ah, selective memory. Got it. Yeah, the kind of the kind of memory loss that doesn't really exist in real life, as far as I know. <laughs> this kind of memory loss. Good grief. So this is a weird angle where they have these these hooks, right? Like these these harpoon guns. It's so weird. Uh, because they had hooks in the previous. Well, they had cables, I guess. Maybe not hooks. So never mind. Yeah, key. Yeah, these are more like yeah, getting into Batman tech. Oh, and by the way, look at that. NOS was still around even in 2013, which that is technically true because I remember uh, uh, classmates of mine still drinking NOS by this point. Or, well, okay, I was out of school by this point, but still in like 2009 or whatever. I, hey, I guess this is still 2005. Never mind. Yep, there you go. Or 2004, whatever that is. But uh, yeah, sorry, we, we missed the part of Braga. So I didn't just drop that line there because, you know, making mention that to the four, but because they also are mentioning Braga again. Yeah, and Brian's, he's he's getting a, a Braga stick up his butt. He starts to be like, oh no, this is all my fault again. If anyone's going to go talk to Braga, it's got to be me. So I got to, even though apparently I'm, uh, you know, still wanted by the law. So we shouldn't send Hobbs. I'll go myself. And I... I can kind of appreciate this tangent, except it ultimately, I feel like, is a bit pointless. Like, what does it actually add to the plot? What does it add for Brian's kind of story here, if he does have a story? It's kind of like, eh, maybe they could have just sent Hobbs. <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, Hobbs has no relation with Braga. Why would Bra- like, why would Braga talk to brian of all people anyways yeah i mean the way hobbs is he could just show up and just beat the hell out of braga until his teeth are falling out to get him to talk oh hey i forgot to mention or i forgot to ask so uh with the not the gag with our running bit with caleb mentions you know doctor who actors since we're in london anybody i didn't notice anyone no okay by the way does gina carano does she have like more than like five lines for this whole movie? Uh, Almost every scene she's in, she just sits there or st- stands there. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> and I, I don't know if it was they hoped that she could act more. And then once she was on set, they just started cutting lines. Or if they always intended for this character to have this little character. <laughs> I can't imagine that they that they did that. I don't know. Um, I guess she's smiling okay and looking smug. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a choice I don't understand. But yeah, here we go with Hobbs doing his his kind of uh, violence interrogation. Intimidation. Yeah, intimidation. Over public servants of... I mean, they kind of leave this bit out where it's just like, um, oh yeah, th- this is also ridiculous of like time passes by like against, like time is not an issue. Yeah. 
That's true. Jet lag? What jet lag? Oh, wow, that was quick. He got caught, like, fast. And we get, uh, what's this guy's name again? Shay, Shay something? Uh, they say it later, but I just remember him from Kong Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of nice to see him again a little bit. It seems like him and O'Connor have, you know, put aside their differences. So that's kind of nice. I, I don't mind that. Uh, I mean... <laughs> I'm looking for things to like, you know? <laughs> Stasic? That's what his last name was? I don't know. But, like... I don't remember what the what their uh what their relationship was last in four because after that he just like stasiak excuse me um mm. and because after that brian went rogue he went and freed dom so like eh? i know i'm sorry i guess you're right i'm like again they're they're really like either fooling the audience or being like yeah see him and stastic they're like or Stasiak, excuse me. They're like they're 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 good. They're like there's a little bit of a rivalry there, but like I was gonna also I was hoping that they they'd bring back James Remar just randomly because they brought back <laughs> Eva Mendes in the last film. Like, in fact, wonder if that would have been the case where she would have been the one to fill this role, but they had him instead. Yeah, and here I was trying to be nice because I I feel like I've been so negative, but you're right. It really doesn't. Why would this guy help Brian? I mean, Brian betrayed them. <laughs> yeah, he like, you know, he, he went rogue. Like he went AWOL. They spent the whole movie trying to catch Toretto. And then at the end, after they caught him, he went and broke him out of prison and went rogue and went on the run. I mean, yeah, why the why the hell would he <laughs> help him put his career <laughs> on the line? <laughs> yeah, just for getting credit for taking down Shaw. Like. All right. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, this one's got a lot of problems. A lot of problems. Um, Again, I think there's I think there's stuff here that like can be a movie, but they have to treat it more like these are criminals and they don't get like all this cool fancy tech like Tej cannot be the guy in the chair. Yeah, why is he Q all of a sudden? Like as cool as that is, also Nos, which I mean I guess works. Um <laughs> like these guys have to be like, you know, down their luck they have to be like belittled by the it's it's like too fast i mean maybe it would be like too fast too furious again which also i guess is technically you know more closer to escape from new york than this <laughs> uh yeah well what when did rome become a moron i mean he was always a little bit silly you know but it silly but also smart at the same time this one he does seem like he's i mean they're always making jokes but his big forehead and he's all <sighs> You know, uncomfortable, and then he just does stupid mistakes like that. He could have killed one of them so easily. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, again, it's like they forgot stuff. It's or they maybe they didn't know what to do. They're just like, hey, you're coming to see a Fast and Furious movie for the cars, not the characters, or also for the characters. But they're like, come on, like we as two, we're okay. Would you say that we're fans of this franchise so far, or we're fans of like the first film? Well, I really like the first film. I like the second film. That third movie is looking a lot better now. <laughs> oh, wow. You're actually coming to my side. Sweet. I still think the fifth one might be a little bit better. But yeah, at this point, I'm still at the level of 
it's one and two and you can skip everything else right now. We'll see. Maybe they'll bring it back around. But speaking of four, we have the return of Braga himself. Yeah, who I guess at because they brought him back elevates him to be more memorable. But I didn't think he was a great villain in four. I mean, he, he's one of the better ones, definitely. He was the reveal villain in a way because he was hiding yeah. in plain sight all along. Whereas like, because, you know, we had, we had Johnny Tran in the first one. And I guess technically Dom as well was the villain in the first, well, anti-hero. But in the, just yeah. in that he was the one stealing all those VCRs. Yeah, and Jolly, Johnny Tran too in there as a little yep. secondary villain. Even though he wasn't actually the one stealing the vehicles, he was just being, you know, uh, showing off all the uh, all the like reputation he has. Yeah, what's well, fun with that first one is we didn't really need a just kind of a stereotype villain because we had that more complex moral kind of conversation with Brian. Yep. Whereas all these other ones had to rely on, yeah, just kind of silly villains. And speaking of it, this is kind of silly where he's just like, ah, hey, you're a dead man walking. So then he just reveals everything. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. I was like, really? You're going to tell him about, I mean, Shaw, Shaw sounds like a really powerful guy. You don't think he can come in and maybe have some other ears around that could be like, hey, Braga, we just heard you giving up all this information. We don't care that you're going to kill that cop. You can't be saying that shit out in kind of public. We're just going to shiv you. But no, Braga is just a mouthpiece for the script. So do you think they shot this back in four or is this like reshot? I think it's reshot. Okay. It feels reshot. And for what it is, it works. It, I guess, adds a little bit more dimension to Phoenix. It's weird because like, why doesn't he just shoot her? Like, why is he, is he trying to make her suffer instead? Like, you know, instead of getting you know, double tapped. He just like wants her to burn. I think they were saying that he, he couldn't shoot her in the face. Huh? Even though I, I'm pretty sure the guy in fork could shoot her in the face. This guy was like, I'll let the car do it. Cause I just can't just put a bullet in you like this. So huh. coldly. interesting. Even though again, th- apparently they were killing all the racers that would do this run for him. So I'm sure he's done that thing a lot. Yeah. Why her? Yeah. Why her? Exactly. Plot armor. But, as it turns out, yeah, Bronda, Bronda, Braga was in uh, Shaw's pocket all along. So he's he's Dr. No. Yeah, Blofeld. Or, sorry, not Dr. No. Sorry, Blofeld. Yeah. Yeah, excuse me. Sorry. Wrong, wrong character. Yeah, this guy was uh, Le Chief from the first <laughs> the Casino Royale. He's Le Chief. <laughs> I guess so. If you, if, yeah, if it, that is the case. Was that actually the case in like the original Casino Royale, or are we just referring to like the Daniel Craig stuff? Daniel Craig, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought Le Chief was never a part of Spectre. I don't remember if if Spectre if he was involved with Spectre in the. He actually he may have been, or maybe it was Smirsh. I'm pretty sure it was Smirsh. I'm yeah. talking about like books here, not like movies. Exactly. Yeah. What's it called? Because Spectre didn't exist, so I'm pretty sure it was Smirsh. Was it called Smirsh? Yeah. Which is a real what thing. What the hey was that about? The Smirsh was like a, a, a government agency that purposely sought out intelligence officers to kill them. It had a funny name. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, it was a real thing. I, I can't remember what, it was, what the name stood for. I assume it was an acronym, right? Like CIA? Y- yeah. Yeah. Okay. So either that 
like brings up Braga or it doesn't. I, I have no idea. Like that he was a stooge to Shaw. Sorry, I was I was distracted by by this scene here. What'd you think? Oh, I wonder well actually I was also distracted because I was like, wait a second. I know this song. It's the crystal method roll it up. I'm like, dude, I would have not expected this to like be in the film. Is it is this an all ladies party? Uh I don't know. Maybe? Oh my goodness. I'm just like, what kind of Yeah, I don't even want to see that. What like when is that gonna happen in the film? Oh no wait. We need like a guy to like start drifting like that. Oh, there's guys. It was just Justin Lin wanted to only focus on the ladies to start. <laughs> As usual. Okay, I also when we were focusing on Letty, I actually thought she had short shorts on, but it's just like it's just how like I guess similarly colored her pants are to her skin. Hopefully that's not suggestive. Pardon me. Oh, there's a lot of suggestive stuff going on during this scene. I don't know. I was looking at her pants. I'm like, is she wearing nylons of some sort or is she? Oh, no, they're they're pants because I saw the pockets in the back. I'm like, okay. Yeah. No, there was there was all the cool cars during this scene. I saw a nice Aston Martin in there. Cool Lamborghini. I mean, you'd think that they would have Aston Martins and, again, different vehicles, but all of them are left-side wheels, not right-side wheels. Like, that's interesting. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. Again, you'd think they'd change it up for, you know, given it's London and all. Yeah, even Letty's car, that's uh, it's Italian make, but that's a British car company, so you'd figure that it would be. I wonder <sighs> if they specifically did it for this movie. Wait, I forgot. This is an American production. <laughs> I wonder, I don't know if the, I'm curious to look at the Jensen's if they did have it on that just as standard, if they were like an outlier. I could, I, again, I'm not the car guy of this channel. I think you're, you and Johnny are closer to that than I am. I know, you know, some, I think we all have our own like grease monkeys on speed dial, but like, <laughs> and then of course they also have to always have like a you know, celebrity in here. I'm wondering if, if she was somebody like in 2013 or if she still is now, excuse me. Yeah, I don't recognize her. But yeah, this is their throwing a bone at... See, this is still a racing franchise, street racing. Well, you know what? We at least have a street race here other than the last film. Yeah. And by the way, this this Dodge Charger that um, Dom is driving, I'd always seen these things, and I'd always been like, what the hell car is that? And it's it turns out it's a Dodge Charger, Dodge Charger Daytona, they call it where they just did a couple modifications to the front and back of the car to make it look like that. But it's it's a typical Dodge Charger build. It is a weird-looking car. I don't know how I feel about it. Is it from the 70s, or is it, like, modern day? Yeah, 70s. I was right, because I've seen those fins before. I'm pretty sure I saw something like that when I was looking up stuff. Yeah, it looks <laughs> it looks like the Batmobile from 89. Like, what, what do you expect? Yeah, yeah, I could see some Batmobile stuff. And because it's a typical Dodge Charger build with just this extended mouth on it or front, it's like way long and it's it's just a weird looking car. I don't know if it's cool or if it's just kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it's got a maroon color to it, which is, I guess, different. Again, they're not popping out. It's more just at this point, like the make of the model. Like, oh, look at what we have here. It's like, whoa, where's those two vehicles from the last film that only like there's like two in the Western Hemisphere or whatever, you know, the joke that Tej and Rome had. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe they both crash them. Obviously, they don't want to bring those in there because it'd be hard, but. 
Where's those uh, those supercars from Need for Speed? Whatever those things were called. <laughs> oh god, I got Luke Evans and uh, what's his name? Uh, whatever is like Dominic's name. I forget his last name, but I get those two mixed up because they both almost have like a similar looking face. Oh, uh, from Need for Speed. Yeah, whatever his name was. Oh yeah. Hmm. You know Howard Stark. Uh, he's in everything. He's also in the Warcraft film. Yeah, I'll pull down my copy of Devil's Double. That'll tell us. He's preacher as well, I guess. It is Dominic Cooper. Do you know Dominic Cooper? There, yeah, yeah, Dominic Cooper and uh, Luke Evans. Well, yeah, I'm looking at the back right now where he's playing Saddam Hussein's son. I still don't know if that was, yeah, random. <laughs> Seems like they wouldn't make that choice nowadays. No comment. <laughs> No comment. Pretty sure he's just a white British guy, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, Letty, you did the. You, you shouldn't have done that. Nah. If if somebody else has Nas, never like go first. There you go. Unless you're right there. Yeah. Where's Brian? Because you know the. Because the Dom's always gonna do like he's always gonna go like do it after you. Yeah. He's a guy, man. He's a guy that waits. Like he'll he'll wait like right till the end of the race to do it. It's, he's kind of like me, where it's just like I always. This is like me when it comes to like survival horror games. I will try my darndest to like not use a bullet. Like just try to do like a almost like a if there's a stealth system, like a stealth run instead of like using any ammunition or any like crafting materials. <laughs> yeah, and despite my my many complaints so far with this movie, I think that this is a good mostly good scene and i think again michelle rodriguez uh really does a good job showing that confusion but familiarity and intrigue all mixed in never could resist american muscle oh boy yeah schwack (laughs) um it's funny because they're in a even though they're near like this warehouse building Kind of reminds me of that warehouse uh, open market uh, in the first Fast and Furious. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. You're making me miss that first Fast and Furious. I have to watch that at the end of this for a cleanser. <laughs> hey, hey, they they like had scenes from that in the first film or they had scenes from that in the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, this this movie. uh so we, we get this scene where he's, you know, explaining, tr- trying to tell her that, he, you know, I, I know who you are. I know everybody you by going through some of her scars. And I like that. I, I think that's a good start to the scene. It's just I can't believe that they just keep going more and more scars in the whole time. The camera is rotating around them like this. I just it starts to be like, OK, like, do you have anything besides the scars? Like, let's move on to something more personal. I don't know. Did you did you feel a similar way, or what would you think about this moment? Yeah, it's almost like you would start with like this scar and be like, "All right," and then it would go into this tangent of what the whole scene was about. And he's like, "Ring any bells?" She's like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, instead, it almost feels like just like a hookup through scar remembrance, <laughs> which is like. One might find that creepy of like, you know, but like, is it though? Because that actually happened, but she doesn't remember now. So it's a very weird, like gray area, right? Yeah. And it's also like, like, okay, 
is her is it just sexual attraction is that what's going on here is i mean i guess she has no memory so maybe he can't go any deeper but is that what he's doing here like hey you know just don't forget i i i want to fuck you <laughs> like, like i don't know <laughs> like what is this? like the akon song um by the way, if they got cut, sorry, it's a tangent, but if they got cut on coral, they should have like sterilized immediately, given how like bacterial bacterial infested coral is. Yeah, oof. That's fair. Anyways, back to this. I don't know. I don't know like when it so I've never actually dealt with uh, amnesia in my life, nor have <laughs> I looked up like patients with amnesia and how family members would well it's like dementia almost right like certain well, objects or certain like like photographs for some people who are certain to get either alzheimer's or dementia is is a good thing to remind people of that yeah and p.s memory loss the way they portray it in this movie and many movies yeah, or fiction it's really it's yeah it's fiction memory loss total memory loss like this is usually very temporary and it's usually from a psychological origin, not, uh, oh, you got brain damage and you forgot your whole life. I got a con- level five concussion. Level five concussion? Oh, complete, yeah, br- br- memory loss, yeah. I mean, I could sort of see it with like a, not not mem- like full memory loss, but I could see like certain things being forgotten from like a level five concussion. Yeah, yeah. But not your your entire life. No, 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 that depends. Like, sure, memories fade away, but that's just like passage of time. <laughs> I do like this, though, that um, even though they had Letty driving a British car, it does have an American V8 engine. But, of course, the main bad guy is driving an Aston Martin. So, of course, he's the uh, the Brit. You know, he, he's betraying the Americans. So he's got this foreign vehicle with the yeah, foreign engine. So, you know what they could have done with Shaw? They could have made him like they almost did in The Rock. Well, as you know, whoever is a fan of the rock, well, those who are fans of the rock, uh, <laughs> they could go, is it a, like a James Bond film or not? This, are they like trying to say like, it's the fast and furious crew against James Bond. <laughs> All right. So what do you think of Shaw here? What do, what, do you, what do you think of Luke Evans and his claim to fame being in the Hobbit films or whatever else, I guess, Dracula. And then, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, he feels super generic, I think. I don't feel like I... Again, I'm not even sure what this character is. Is he is he a, a, a heister like them, or is he a terrorist? I wasn't sure. Because it seems like his heister may be more political bent. Uh, what do you think? Maybe Maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention or something. Is this still apolitical, though? Because they say terrorism, but again, it's not. Oh, he's targeting the British government. Like he's he's assembled. Like they, I forget if they've I've, we've kind of talked over it, but I forget if he if they've said like what he's after. Like what is? Oh no, I think they. You know, yeah, Rock said it initially. Like the he's after the, all these components to like make this. I don't know, digital nuke or whatever it is. The um the blackout device from watchdogs where it like shuts down an entire like uh like uh, cct section or whatever of a city block um 
I think it's apolitical still because he's not targeting. They're not talking about like the politics of, of why he's doing it. It's just like, Oh, I'm just generic bad guy of the episode. <laughs> yes. And that's it. Yeah. He feels like he should be in any C- CW pilot. <laughs> and you know, there is some, again, there's some, I think wasted potential. If I could use that word where, we have Dom if he had gone down the road that Brian didn't want him to go down. Mm. So imagine if Dom kept. Okay, I guess he technically the last film counts as well as heisting, <laughs> except they were heisting from like, you know, a drug dealer who was putting money back in the system, even though it was for corrupt reasons. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so you have you again, you have like the potential for a you know the the counterpart story of seeing you know you guys years ago but like wouldn't that make them hypocrites of like you guys did this before and now you guys reformed right or or whatever couldn't these guys also be reformed like you i i yes i definitely was thinking about that i was like shouldn't there be some connection that that's that's what i was saying earlier like what does letty see in this crew if they made this crew feel like someone that she could like that can make it more complicated and especially if there was more motivation for our crew for being opposed to them but it feels like they're just there for their i mean for dom and i guess brian it's to get letty back but for the rest of them i guess they want to clear their records that's their main motivation sure jeez sure so it's like okay yeah the I just I don't feel like there's enough any in terms of the the dinner dynamics between these two groups. No, yeah, that's that's the thing, isn't it? And again, I, I maybe there's something there, but I on paper I like the idea of Shaw being like you know he's more utilitarian, whereas uh, with Dom he's about like, he said it, not Dom. It's about family, <laughs> like. <laughs> Dom has still not said the, the, the meme line of like, it's about family. Um, like, I like the idea of, of that with Shaw where he will, you know, everybody's replaceable. So why does he still have Letty on the team? Yeah, that's like, is he just, does he just want to sleep with her? Yeah, is she a liability? Like, isn't she a liability now? Yeah, it's yeah, everything's thin. That's that's the problem. And it's and obviously again, maybe you I, I don't know if you rolled your eyes, but when Shaw mentioned to like doing his research on Dom, he says, you know, from stealing DVD players or VHSs, whichever one it was, <laughs> uh to, to you know, working with the government, it's like, did you roll roll your eyes at that? Uh no. It seemed uh, it seemed an okay callback. Okay, that's that's nice because he would have been done doing his research, you know. That's true. And Luke Evans, I feel like he could give us a good villain. It's just they, I feel like they didn't care. Yeah, there there even could be that complexion of like, yeah, we're taking ourselves down. Like, how are we any different? Like, like what gives us the right to take these guys? To- like, there's. 
maybe I maybe I'm like overblowing it and not thinking about it straight, but I feel like there's some at least drama there of like if the if they did go the escape from New York route, they're the heisters and they're um enlisted by the government to take down this other heist crew because they know how, you know they they have the criminal mind. They know they know how things work, right? Like shouldn't there be the could could you like amp up that kind of drama or accentuate that kind of drama of the plot? Yeah, yeah. Up up the drama throughout would definitely improve this in many ways. Cause it 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 becomes a little bit boring. I don't know if you felt that. But I just felt like I don't have much engagement in this story throughout. Are you saying that it's kind of bland? Similar to like I'm not saying the scenery is bland, but you know how like gray and kind of natural the color is and even all like the color's not sucked out of the world because I it's still Maybe it's filmed on digital film, but I don't know. It's I'll at least praise this. It's not like CGI heavy. Yeah, no. And a lot of the stunts in the action itself is when I perk up and maybe that's what they're relying on. But a good action movie is is well-rounded. It's not just kind of tune out when the, the characters quote unquote character stuff is happening. Start talking. Yeah, and then perk back up once the action starts. I feel like that's always a mistake. And that kind of happens because, I mean, I don't even really feel like like that previous movie we had so much time setting up the this is our plan, this is our plot in order to do this heist. I feel like a lot of this movie is just our group spinning their wheels and not really doing much of anything. <laughs> You mean similar to what happened with Hobbs in the last film where him and his task force were, you know, sanctioned to go find Dom and they just like were stuck with the car? Yeah. It's literally that where they're like, yeah, all you see every now and then is just them like, you know, cleaning their guns or doing so, like fiddling with their hands. Yeah. Or I guess working on the car. I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's something like for, for all the car enthusiasts out there, the grease monkeys, it's like, oh, they're actually working on their cars. It's nice to see. So I'll at least give it that. But at the same time, it's like, what what are they doing here? They're just standing around talking. Yeah. It's like that scene from Escape from New York when Kurt Russell, he loses the, the tracker on the president. So he just grabs a chair and just sits in it and brushes the hair from his eyes and just takes a moment to relax. <laughs> that's like half this movie. And again, there's a difference between like they're just talking and like, you know, dial like like drama is occurring or characters happening. Or story is happening, excuse me. Yeah, and the only real story is Letty. Uh Dom, he doesn't really have much of an arc or any arc really. It's just he's like an assistant character to Letty, even though he has way more screen time. And yeah, the only time I'm really interested in characters is when we see Letty. I d I don't mind the interactions. I think a lot of these actors have good chemistry together, but good chemistry can only carry you so far. I think. Yeah, I see. I, I want more. Like, I want more stuff with these, even if it's small mini arcs. Like, I kind of want more of that. And they're yes. kind of playing it safe, right? Like, I don't, I don't even know if we just we just want more, man. Like, we 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 know these guys can act. We just want more of it. Yeah, I don't know if it's playing it safe. It it really does feel like they just either didn't care or were lazy about it. Because they didn't write any arcs. <laughs> I mean, give us at least one or two. Letty's the only one who has it, and she's not part of this this big crew until the end. 
And even then, hopefully this isn't a spoiler, she's in the seventh one. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, and they, they'll, they'll unfortunately slim down the cast by then, as we'll see. So, like I mentioned, we how many characters do we have here? We got Hobbs, we got Dom, Brian, Giselle, Han, and then Rome and Tej. I think that's our main crew. And then I guess this other girl, Gina Carano. She's part of the crew. Uh, Riley, and if you... I don't know if you want to count... Um... Uh, what's her, uh, Mia, if that counts or not. No, I, not really. And then Dom, and then Dom's girlfriend, I guess. But again, I don't see. Yeah, I won't count her either. Okay. Just for our, our main crew who are a part of this heist, we have a lot of scenes with, that's eight people. And I don't know if any of them have arcs. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Brian confronting Braga again? Kind of. Yeah, Stansky. I I don't know. A little bit of an arc. He feels bad about Letty, and then he doesn't anymore. <laughs> it feels it feels stupid saying it that way, but that's kind of what the arc is. Would it be lazy if they just had like, or maybe a disservice to the characters if they just had Brian and Dom come in first to scope out the place, then they call everybody in? Maybe could have helped. Maybe. Or is that too much like the last one where they're bringing like, okay, we're bringing everybody in now and they're all contributing somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They, they, the reason they had such a big crew is that they needed everyone to be specialists in their area to, to do all these different jobs. It feels like they didn't need almost at least half of this crew. And they're just there because they were there last time. Cut to that scene in Ghost in the Shell 95 where... Um, the major's explaining to Togusa the whole reason behind why she picked him because he is fully human, save for one part of his brain, actually, you know, machine just for, you know, electronic communication and why she prefers that over specialists. Mm. Wait, wait, actually, now I forget was the speech. If you remember that speech, it was her whole thing about like how she prefers either generalists or specialists. Yeah, I don't remember all the details, but I do remember that was a good, good scene. Yeah, it was. Now, speaking of this movie having weird writing stuff, I this feels like we're entering the climax, but I'm pretty sure that there's still like 50 minutes left in the movie. We are at one hour, 27 minutes. And this, at least in my end, is two hours, 11 minutes, which is almost is pretty much the same length as the last film. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we were, we're watching the extended edition, by the way. Yep. Which is, I think, only one minute more. Yeah. Yeah, so that that feels a little bit odd. Uh, okay, you know what? I'm gonna. I I, I admit I, I think I was wrong. The, this film isn't like there's no color desaturation, but especially with like not this scene, but like yeah, it's bright out and whatnot. And then when this happened, I'm like, oh yeah, there's a tank. I forgot about this. <laughs> oh, was it in the trailer? It was in the trailer. Or some, it was somewhere. It was somewhere I saw that somebody showed it to me, and I was like, "Oh right." So I, I guess I remembered this ten years ago, but I've forgotten a lot of things since then, including this. So when I saw this, I either perked up or was like, in a goofy way, I was like, "Oh yeah, right." I forgot they fight a tank. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll say uh, during this discussion, I'm sure it sounds like I'm I'm quite negative throughout, but when I was sitting down and watching it, you know, I was. I was going with it. I was just hoping that it would eventually give us the stuff that I've been complaining isn't here. 
And so when we got to this big climax, I was I was really excited for the tank. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. I was still on board. It wasn't until after the movie ended and I had time to think like, oh, wait, like so much of this just just did not fulfill. But but what, when we got to this moment, I was I was definitely excited for this action scene. Oh, and then this here, this is kind of dumb where I think it's a little disservice to Janelle's character, or Giselle's character, excuse me, where she has to be rescued by Han. It's like, come on. I thought she like could take care of herself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I felt that was a little bit like underwhelming where it's just like only when it looks like she's about to, like she's, she gets into the car and then when it looks like she's going to like she doesn't realize she's about to be in trouble. That's when Han comes in. Well, to be fair, I wonder if that's a little bit of parallels for kind of an, an, another scene near the end with the two of them. Oh, hopefully you'll try to, uh, I guess. Yeah, we'll, we'll point it out. Yeah, it'll be obvious. Yeah. When we get there, it'll be obvious. Um, so it's funny in this, you know, your our last film or the last film, you were all on, you know, Justin Lin's case, or at least on, on Dom and Brian's case about being, Hey, you guys are, you know, kind of recklessly endangering so many people and giving no, 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 no thought to as you, you know, drag that, you know, a 10 ton or whatever it is safe around Brazil, uh, or Rio de excuse me, um, knocks into so many people. And now this time it's the same thing, except it's from the bad guy's perspective. Yeah. And now we have our, our group of anti-heroes being like, we got to lead them away from the people. And I was like, okay, is this is this character development? Now they've learned not to put people's lives at risk, or is it just just lazy writing? <laughs> I don't know. Which is funny because you actually start seeing people flee. I mean, it's not like you didn't see people flee before. Right there, take their attention away from people. Yeah. I mean, Dom didn't give a fuck last time when he was wantonly killing people. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's true. And it's funny, I forgot to mention when the when it was Shaw and his crew first um, going to apprehend this military vehicle, and then uh, obviously the tank inside, uh, it reminded me of the scene in the beginning of Fast and Furious 4, or sorry, Fast and Furious, and then also been in like Fast 5 with uh, the train sequence. Oh, like when they were attacking the, the tanker truck? In, in the first one? Tank, yeah, the oil, the, 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 the petroleum truck, and then like the train getting those cars out. It just yeah. reminded me a bit of that. I guess that's like a little bit like, oh, see, they operate the same way as, as Dom would. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Except they're actually killing their opponents instead of how Dom was like, we're not killing. Well, except that he killed his uh, business partners with the, the robbery. Shush. <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about that. See, again, that's, I mean, they're, they're, they're portraying this group as if they're like all bad, but... I mean, our group has been pretty damn bad. I mean, they could still humanize these people and we could, you know, get some interest in them. Put a pin in that if I remember that. Sure. And I mean that for like a later film. Because, yeah, it does feel it does feel extremely hypocritical for it then to be like, oh, look at this Shaw. He's just having fun killing all these people like he's such a, a heartless bastard. It's like, okay, maybe our leads weren't having fun killing all those people in the last movie, but they were still putting them all at risk just for money. 
yeah, the scriptures didn't say so. Whereas this is actually pointing out like, oh yeah, Rome is, or not Rome, sorry. Uh, Shaw is recklessly putting so many people's lives in danger. In fact, like killing a lot of people. Yeah, he's enjoying it this time, so he's worse. Our other guys, they just did it for money. <laughs> they didn't even consider the fact that they were killing all these people. That makes them better. It's like, eh. <laughs> But I do think this is a quite an exciting action scene. Until we get to some ridiculous stuff, but, but sorry. Yeah, where, where it's almost like... No, it's okay. Where they're... This is where they're like, oh yeah, so that Mustang would be... You know, the perfect like anchor or, or weight. See, like all these people are running. I'm like, yeah, wait. So, are you saying that you guys are pulling off what you did in the previous film where like, you know, two Dodges are able to like pull a giant safe out, but a Mustang is going to slow down a tank? Yeah, now you're, yes, this, yeah, it, it does become stupid. <laughs> and it becomes stupid as well, thinking that this this thing with the mustang was just like happenstance did they have any plan coming into this well to be fair they didn't know about the tank they only were trying That's to stop fair. they were only trying to stop uh shaw from getting that last part that component for uh his like little digital nuke or whatever it is and they had to improvise because of the tank which i think is what uh dom says about what is it? He he says that to Brian. It's like we'll improvise. I guess I guess it wasn't fully the Mustang. I guess it was hitting against that wall. It was. <sighs> but even then, it's like, would the cable make that much of a difference? And then, well, yeah, we had that moment, which is like jumping from places again and surviving because they have super soldier serum in them. He jumped and would not sustain any like neck or spinal injuries. Did we, maybe, maybe I just missed it. Did we see him turning the wheel and stopping it so that it would keep driving in that direction? I think he did. Cause it looked like he climbed up to the top and then suddenly the wheel quickly turned to the, the left. No, I think he, I think he turned it as he was about to jump out of the uh, window. Or door, excuse me. Yeah, then he flew over that big gap, and of course, there's no scratches. He's perfectly fine. <laughs> She's perfectly yeah. fine. See, Caleb... Okay, man. <laughs> I gotta be careful I say it. See, you didn't do what any of these guys did when you got into your car accident. <laughs> oh, no, and I was so... I'm so paranoid whenever I watch things with car accidents. I'm so sorry. I think that was a little too far with me. That was a little too personal. I'm sorry. No, no it's fair. <laughs> Whenever I see people, I'm always like, oh, fuck, now they're going to be in, in physio for days. I think that every single time I see any car accident or for months. Oh, it's like any time Shaw or Sean is like the the paperwork and the, the, the lawyers that are going to be here for all this like collateral damage, which yeah. is perfectly right. I mean, I even question myself. This is only because it's taxis. And I'm like, so how do these guys pay taxes? <laughs> Which guys are our crew here? Our crew, yeah. Well, do these guys do our does our crew pay taxes at all? Like, how does that work? Oh, I'm positive they don't. <laughs> all right. Well, that's just tax evasion right there. How do you explain that away from like full part? And it's just like, oh yeah, all that money that you like guys didn't pay us back for taxes. Like, yeah, it's fine. Just pardoned. Like, what? Yeah. Again, this is this is check your brain in with the uh, the ticket teller. 
and pick it up on the way out and forget the movie. And of course, you can apply that logic, by the way, of like who pays their taxes in movies. Of course, you can apply that to any MCU film. Don't worry. I'm not like every stupid action film as well. You could say like, do these guys pay taxes? <laughs> oh, look at this. This is an important scene with Giselle and him. This is their character arc. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, even though we, we had this money, we could have settled down. We chose to live on life on the run. Let's settle down now and let's let's go to that place you're always talking about, Tokyo. And they end the scene all happy about it. They they made this, I guess, big step in their relationship. Yep. Oh, especially since like you know, Rome was on Han about like, hey, you should ask her out, man. With all the blint, like you get, put a ring on her. <laughs> and Han responds with like, you mean with all like that bling that you're putting on all those women of yours? Yeah. <laughs> But again, I ask, is it an arc or is it just beats? Like, was there, did we see a development of the two of them deciding that they need to settle down? Or was it just like two drop lines? I mean, at the end of the last film, they, well, they started their relationship and he's just like, you want to go to Tokyo? It's like, nah, let's go somewhere else. <laughs> so they have a relationship by this movie. Yeah. I can believe that, but it's not a like, I don't know if it's written to the best of that it could be. Helena, that's her name. Helena, that's right. I did not realize that she was there with, that's interesting, huh? No, she didn't leave. She did not leave about, I don't think she left with Letty. I think she was just there to help Mia. Yeah. Out with, you know, Jack. But yeah, Helena, that's that's right. It, it was, her name's Helena. Wow, this lady's a saint. She's like, okay, Dom, go back and reignite your old flame with Letty. I'll stay here with your sister. Dude, this is like if fucking Archie chose Veronica and like, and he was still dating Betty. Like, like Veronica went on vacation, Archie's dating Betty, and then he like, she, she comes, like Veronica comes back and then Betty says, okay, Archie, just go and, you know, be with Veronica. I'll just be over here. It's like. One, Betty is like the definition of like an all-American girl, but or the girl next door, but like, come the flip on. Like, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it does just feel, it feels like they kind of, I don't know, maybe took away her character too? <sighs> yeah, pretty much. Now she's just, she's just stepping aside because that's her, you know, it's, it's time for Letty to come back in the story. And... Official couple, official couple. Yeah. That's That's what it is. Yeah, so I'm sure I'm sure everyone can tell, you know, this I've been enjoying this this Fast and the Furious run. I, you know, I have my stumble with four. This is the first one where I really feel like, okay, this this series feels like it's, you know, come to a little bit of a, a halt, especially as soon as like Hobbs pulls peace, like on this military guy, it's like. Like, OK, sure, the military guy's like in charge and whatnot, he's not giving like, you know, Shaw what he wants because he says like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I mean, maybe they could like have a deal of like, okay, we'll let him go, but we'll keep the device. We'll keep the component. Yeah. But even then it's just like really? Like <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Did you catch that line? <laughs> Was it the one that uh Vin said or what what Dom said, sorry? Yeah, so so um yeah, Hobbs as he's doing this this kind of turn. He's like, okay, Dom, you know, now that we caught our guy, you know, if I let you leave, you know, words like amnesty and pardon, 
they walk out the door with you. And then Dom, one of the, the stupidest lines, he's like, they walked out the door the day we were born. <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, I mean, it could be a powerful one saying like we were born into the system, like we were born into being outlaws. <laughs> which is like, wow, that's either a profound line or one that's needs a rewrite. <laughs> I was born with a record. There was no pardons for me from the minute I got out of the womb. Oh, I was born. <laughs> I was born with the sins of the past, like sins of my father or my mother. It's like, ooh, that's not good. Yeah, and what's happening in the plot here? Maybe I'm forgetting. What's this? Uh... Uh, turns out Riley, Gina Crono's uh, character, uh, was uh, was a was the uh, inside person. Oh, that's she right. In, in, she, she's one of uh, Shaw's crew members the whole time, which certainly makes sense with like you know, I guess checking out where like why Shaw got um a blackout when it came to like CT CCT camera, excuse me. Yeah. And you notice that even after her turn, she hasn't any, any increase in lines. All she does is just smile. Like it was, I don't understand why they cast her if they, or maybe they casted her knowing that this character had no lines. So they're like, let's bring in someone who's a fighter who can maybe just bring some presence. But it's like this, this character is, is feels like it's not really a character. So shouldn't they be withhold and arrested? Like they they should be uh hold be held in cells and arrested, and then the military would come and like you know get these guys. Maybe. Uh yeah, I don't know. And uh, now we have the conclusion, uh, the, the actual climax taking place on the literal world's longest airstrip. <laughs> this is at least ten k, if not more. Yeah. I know, I know, I may, maybe Eric can, can correct me on this, but like runways, I know they, you know, the airport runways or whatever, like they, they, they're fast or they're long. I get that. But like, this feels like it's like trans Canada highway long. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going between like Edmund, sorry, Calgary and Winnipeg. <laughs> it does go on a long time. And they're not even like turning around in loops. Like it's not like it's taxing around. Nope. It's like literally just straight away. Like, like if you told me this was like in Saskatchewan somewhere, I wouldn't, I would believe you. Yeah. And I, I would, I think that they peaked too early with that bridge scene. I don't think this climax is, is exciting. Oh, wait, I got a, I got a point to make as well. I uh, will, we'll, we'll, we'll point it out in a second or we'll point it out when we get to it. But, um, for now, yeah, no, it's like you got, you know, you don't have Letty. I mean, okay, what? Why are they chasing them? Mia's on the on the plane. Yeah, like didn't? Uh, I guess he got. Yeah, didn't Shaw already? Okay, he's about to execute. Her. Never mind. Yeah, I guess they're having Gina Carano do it. And nope, she gets tossed around. Yeah. Oh, and then it's. I mean. I mean, from day one, he's always had a, like, uh, Dom has always wielded the shotgun. Yeah. Oh, here comes the the Hobbs parallel character. Oh, yeah, the giant, oh, this, you mean the Samoan Thor, according to Tej's phone? Oh, oh, oh is that he wrote, what he wrote for Hobbs? Wait, technically speaking, ho- <laughs> okay. Tej's phone was a flip phone, or at least it was either either it was a BlackBerry or something, but it still had like buttons on it. 
Yeah, look like a blackberry. So this technically means that they're still in 2004 or 5. Yeah, I think I've seen some other um, uh, smartphones, but maybe I'm wrong. Ah, son of a gun. I was going to say, smartphones were still around, but I haven't really seen any iPhones. I'm pretty sure um, uh, whatever the other FBI agent's name was, I think when he took Brian's phone and looked at it and it was a picture of me and and the baby, I'm pretty sure that was a smartphone. Oh, that's right. Darn it. Never mind. Stinking anachronism. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, not being careful is who we are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. So here we get in this. Like I said, to find some place for it. These. Uh, again, I don't know if this was a plan that they knew that they were gonna have to use these things here. But it feels like they introduced uh, Q's. Uh, uh, spear gun. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> Grapnel gun. Yeah, like grappler gun. Yeah, I feel like they yeah introduced it without an intent for it. So I was kind of hoping Brian would like take the opportunity to go for an armbar here, <laughs> and of course he has the uh, flying Superman punch. Yep, exactly, Superman punch. <laughs> yeah, and again, I don't know the. They had the great Fast and Furious climax in the middle or near the end. And then to come to this kind of fist fight climax, this doesn't really feel true to Fast and Furious in this this plane setting. I don't know. I I, I guess I maybe I should appreciate them doing something different. But <laughs> Flying headbutt. Don't do that. That's that's going to cause a lot of reputable brain damage. Do I have to bring up Benoit? He's OK. <laughs> I get. I forgot. He's like Wolverine. He can regenerate from anything. Titanium or uh, not titanium. Uh, adamantium. Adamantium skull. Yeah. Yeah. One day we're gonna get the Dom prequel, and it's gonna turn out. Yeah, he was part of some government experiment. That's what. That's why he became an outlaw. <laughs> huh. Maybe that's why he like forgets his past or all i can think about his family yeah he made up because his family was the one that do it or did it like his that was what his mom did his mom experimented on him yeah that story about him beating the hell out of that one guy who was turning it was uh his mom yep all right so we have a rematch between um brian and this let this lady and i think it works i think it's an interesting idea where he doesn't sacrifice himself but he Makes it so that she crashes instead. Yeah, and I like that they brought back that vehicle because that was a cool, uh, cool new thing for this movie. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's too bad it kind of ended quickly, and then we went back to all this stuff. And then we have this again, where we have uh, Letty versus Riley again. Yeah, which I think is fine, but oh, it's out of nowhere. It's the Rock. I mean, sorry, it's it's Hobbs. I like how he spit. <laughs> all right so we've got the big guys against well i mean i wouldn't say shaw is big but yeah dom is definitely the the bigger of the guys well they they just pulled off uh rome went through the list of here's all the people who compare and they just paired up the last two there's the 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 big hobbs or the the fake hobbs versus real hobbs and the, the fake dom versus real dom that was an interesting way of like getting rid of them Kind of looked slightly ridiculous, but I, I think it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. 
got blown away from the turbulence. Like, no, that sort of makes sense. Yeah, they did that in Casino Royale as well. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and I guess I guess the the racing by the plane uh, that's okay. I don't mind that. Again, they're still on this like 150 kilometer long runway. Yeah, you're making it worse now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so it's in the dark. I can live with that. I don't think it's there's not much CG here. So good, good on you, Justin Lin. Uh, I think I I don't see too much like conspicuous CGI. What do you think? Hmm. It's not, it's at times noticeable, but for the most part, they're getting away with it. Yeah, it caught me right when I was yawning. Oops, <laughs> sorry. I, I, I don't know. I, I, these fist fights, I mean, they're okay. It's just, it doesn't really feel very fast and furious at all. And since when is Dom's strength that he's just a, a big old brawler? I thought he was a racer. That's what his, his big skill was, but now he's just... Nah, you know, people on the streets, they have this, they're, they're good with street fights. Oh, either that Whoa. was a flying clothesline or that was his cousin's move, which is also a Superman punch. Tag team. Where's the ref? Interference. Get him out of here. Interference. <laughs> you can't have two of them in the ring at the same time. <laughs> eh. Uh, they were taken out. Like, don't worry. Vin was taking. There you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, not, sorry. Don was talking, tagging Hobbs out. Yeah, you get 10 seconds, you know, you get to yeah perform that move, the double tag, or the double team. I'm not saying we've gone this long without it, but we have gone this long without seeing him perform any, like, major wrestling moves. Other than, like, you know, double leg takedowns. Like, we've not seen him do the rock bottom or the people's elbow. Now, I wonder, did, did the rock not want to shoot her? I mean, he could have just shot her. I guess he could, but he's like, nah, let, let him do it. <laughs> Even though really she betrayed him, not her. Yeah. It would have made more sense. And he like he like put the lights out on the you know last film's antagonist, like just, you know, with one bullet, right? Like that was he's like he had no he had no like response to that. He's just like he double tapped him and that was it. Yeah, I kinda of wondered if it was like an image thing, like he didn't want to be seen killing a woman on screen. I kinda of wondered if that was what was going on there, but maybe not. Like it's it's totally fine if another woman kills her on screen, but yeah. Okay, here's here's my thing. Was this car theirs or because that came from the yeah the plane that came from the cargo plane itself? So where's this? Where did this like where did this ho- grappling hook come from? Oh wow, you're right. I don't know where it came from. Yeah, like did, and and it's also funny. I I guess Brian probably explained it to uh, Mia quickly, but like, yeah, she just immediately knows about the plan. <laughs> Maybe Tej and Rome just tossed it to him and he just caught it. <laughs> but here we go. Um, he, he's trying to help her. And then it turns out that she needs to be the one to save him. Now he saved her previously in that, that scene you mentioned. So I think I either saw this part some point point. I mean, it was on TV, but I thought she shot one of the, <laughs> I thought she shot one of the um, engines, but no, it was him instead. And he doesn't even die. No. I like the way her legs went up. <laughs> it's like the perfect uh, shape. See, you can say that's sus- like suspicious CGI uh, where it's like she just fades into the ground like she never actually hit the ground. 
Yeah, I wish we would have seen the body roll and just collapse and crumble. Ugh, jeez. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is this? Because I like Giselle. I, I, I feel like that was... I was actually waiting for her to get up, and I was I was drunk when I was watching this, and I kept... Oh, man, Damn. Han's angry. I like that. <laughs> I kept repeating my to myself, uh, no one's ever really gone, and so I kept waiting for her to come back. Yeah, no, that is true. Like, where are they going to go get the body? Like, did they recover her? It's not like she disappeared into water or anything like that. Yeah, I was like, maybe she hit some ground and she rolled, and now she'll come back in the next movie with memory loss. But oh, there you go, <laughs> jumping again from high objects without like any form of uh, fear or repercussions. Yeah. Oh no, I sprained my ankle. It's really fucked up. Couldn't even give us that. She's fine. Hang on, I gotta do one more thing. You know why I'm going after Evan, or yeah, after Shaw killed my or he he got involved with my family. And even though we just saw Dom beating the hell out of Shaw, Shaw's got like one tiny scratch in his eyebrow after that whole fight. <laughs> oh, and once again, once again, even though this may make a little bit of sense, uh, three like pretty like. Eh, like, what is it? Two sedans and, like, a Jeep. They're enough to, like, hold down a cargo plane. Yeah. Oh! Corpse McGee. Can't even see his, like, body, though. See, I thought for a second, like, one of them, like, ran over him, but not really. I wish. Now, to be fair, technically, uh, when Han threw the guy into the engine, uh, that probably also explains why they couldn't take off. Wow, not Dom doesn't even have a single like scratch on him after that big fight either. This is like a cartoon show at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's like Rambo or Robocop the animated series. Yeah. Or it's just like all the blood from the movies, like that's not happening. And he lives. Oh no, never mind. It's like the end of Fast and Furious. <laughs> or the Fast and Furious, excuse me, where like, you know, even after they like outrun the train he still loses control yeah and then we'll see we saw the scratch we saw the glass flying around his head we'll see if he's got any scratches from that wait no he didn't pay attention and he got hit by that bus or whatever it was that's kind of a cool image even though again it's like how fucking long was this this track they got <laughs> it all blacked out is this like halfway across the city now or oh that actually might be it right there. I see the line right there. Never mind. <laughs> they just made it to the end. Ooh, just made it. I can't tell if that's rendered in properly or not. Yeah, I think it looks all right. Yeah, I guess it is because like the lighting is actually there. Like you can see the orange on everybody. Now run, Sarah! Quick, the Terminator is about to walk out. Da 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 da. <laughs> I think uh, Han is doing a good job selling this. He's got that like too shocked to even react expression. Oh, he lost his like lover. She's gone. Like Mia's fine, but Giselle, no. Yeah, Giselle, nah. Nope. Expendable. Let's see if let's see if Dom has a single scratch on him from all that glass. Sure, they blacked up his shirt. I think his because he still has that white shirt. By the way, by the way, I forgot to mention that. He's been rocking this the whole time, but Dom is in the white shirt 
and then and obviously the wife beater and shaw was in the black shirt all the black <laughs> colored clothing and see look at this mia's the one to ask hey where's giselle yeah i, I thought that was interesting giving her a scene yeah it's like <laughs> well you're asking where the late other i guess like i don't know i'm going there but it's like look, yeah look, I'm, I'm yeah no han's selling it yeah no, he's good especially here can feel the pain i'm feeling it too like we got letty back but for for what cost giselle like goodbye it's like man that's rough man i feel like this should be yeah this is completely yeah i don't know man this should be like pretty somber right now we saw all that glass uh all little pieces of it all dancing around his face let's see if he's got a scratch on him <laughs> he's got unbreakable skin i think uh they're like luke cage they're like a combination between luke cage and wolverine Oh, he's got one tiny little scratch right in his eyebrow. Uh, he's, he's got some, like, either a, a black eye or something under his other eye. Oh, let me see. Right there in his right eye. Maybe it was just a bit of makeup got smudged off when he kissed, uh, kissed Letty. <laughs> hey, we haven't seen this in a while. I'm surprised it didn't go up for auction. <laughs> yeah been all junked up it's looking pretty rough totally unrealistic like come on how come buyers didn't like show up hey these folks are millionaires they could have bought it out i guess they could but still like didn't look like the that landscaping was done for a while but why the hell would they want to move back to to shitty old la i mean they were they were rocking it where they were he literally just said like to jack like yeah the Air pollution sucks, traffic is awful, and something else. It's like, why? Why the hay? <laughs> and Dom's got his old shirt on. <laughs> and they're still bringing back, you know, the little, like, joke they have with Jack of, like, you're a Tredo. No, you're an O'Connor. Skyline. Dodge! Yeah, what do you think about this with Han, too? They're like, are you sure you gotta go to Tokyo? And he's like, oh, it's just something I gotta do. It's like he knows his fate is to die there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of awkwardness here at the end, and then this gets even more. Oh crap! I mean, again, all this can be solved with just say it with me, menage a trois. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, polyamory, or just polygamy, I guess. Excuse me. Yeah, polyamory. Sorry, not polygamy. Well, that too. Um, she's like, why not? Like, they could come to an agreement, right? If they like get get in writing and they get it on a piece of paper, like it could be a legal document. Like, come on, there's nothing wrong with this. Why? Why can't we try this? I didn't really like that sexy as hell line from the two of them. It's kind of like, eh, I don't know. Just didn't much care for that. Wait, from from Tej and Rome, or yeah. I mean, I guess it fits for them, but I don't know. It it just felt like you're stepping on kind of a. I mean, you think this should be a more impactful scene than just to step in it with that joke i was like yeah also i feel like tej is not that kind of guy like he yeah he would not like treat women the way rome treats women for instance oh no <laughs> what do you think about this i never thought i'd trust a criminal <laughs> i mean shouldn't he also be technically like in in deep water and deep hot water as well you think because of like him pulling peace on that general or you know high commanding officer oh what do you think about this 
I'm asking her to stay. I mean, maybe there's my chance of like, hey, you you know, poly- polyamory. Yeah. It's like, but you were you were let in last film. Like freaking <laughs> Mia was liking you for crying out loud. Yeah, no, she fit. They had good chemistry. But no, this is your family. The badge is my family. <laughs> like okay oh, for cripe's sake okay i i don't understand this character uh choice but i guess maybe she's not a character anymore also were you also pardoned because you were technically like in league with a international criminal yeah these are questions that you're not meant to ask if you're asking these questions the director will be like you're not in the movie just turn it off just watch something else all right i'll admit that was a good that was a good little bit right there with with brian Oh, what'd they say? Maybe I'm, I was looking away. Uh, oh, you know what happened? Rome, he took the first bite. Oh. I don't know. Maybe, I miss, maybe I'm missing a joke. Oh, you miss, you're miss. you missing it. You know, it's the, uh, remember the house rules. If you eat first, oh. you gotta pray first. No one to pray. <laughs> I'd laughed at this too. I was like, wow. At this point, we're still ending the movies. We're still having this moment. Of this, uh, gotta bless the table for us all. And they're all sitting around holding hands. See, I feel like Mich- uh, I feel like Letty would be on another seat. She's just like, oh yeah, I'm your girl now. It's like, ah, I mean, I, I it's a good way of like, I guess, you know, why, why don't we start over rather than just her being on your lap immediately? But and and she was all smiling and happy. Was she religious with Sean? Her group. <laughs> Or was that a memory that she kept? <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, Dom's uh, necklace, his cross, yeah, not there. Did he give it to that that cop girl? He gave it, no, 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 so he gave it to Letty, and then Letty gave it to Shaw. So Shaw still, still technically had him, or it with him. Ah. So now we know that no one's ever really gone with Sean. The next film's going to be about getting Shaw, back sorry. his... Not Sean. Sean. Yeah. The next film, the plot's going to be him getting back his necklace. That's. Uh... I mean, yeah. Couldn't they just go back to where his like they just immediately jump cut? Like we don't see. Oh my goodness! It's finally happening. Yeah, I was shocked. I was shocked. I sat up in my seat. And I was like, okay, what's this? We're once again reinserting something into a previous uh, scene here. All right. So for eight years, we have like long been waiting for this scene. If you were, you know. Back in like back in the day, so I'm not I'm not calling myself an OG, but like for those yeah. OGs back in the day, they're just this is the scene. This is like the uh, like an Avengers level equivalent scene of like oh man, we finally get it. Uh, so do you think this is a recreation? No, because Han actually looks younger in a lot of these scenes, so I think this stuff is mostly just the same scenes. The recreation, I guess, is just inserting the other guy. Yep. Oh, crap. All right. So Han finally went back to Tokyo and it's finally happening. So where's yeah. Lucas Black? Yeah, he went back to Tokyo to die just like he knew what happened. Oh, my goodness. It's Jason Statham. <laughs> I was stunned. I was like, holy crap. I had no idea. I thought he was introduced in Hobbs and Shaw. And there it is. There's the uh, there's the there's the chain or there's the not the chain. There's the uh, what do you call it? There's the necklace. <gasps> it never occurred to me. Hobbs and Shaw, he just changed his face. <laughs> it's face off. Well, Shaw did mention he had a brother. 
Did he? Wait. Oh. Yeah, so there we go. Yeah, this... Fine. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the, the MCU cutscene at the end, which I guess they've been doing since 2001 for this franchise, so. Yes, insert Avengers kazoo theme. <laughs> so, I didn't check. We'll check now when we get to the end of it. I think this has... Maybe, I don't know if they retroactively put this in for the film or for the a home release, but I think there's a in loving memory of Paul Walker in this. Oh, wow. This one. Hmm. Well, even though this was 2013, it was released in 2014, I think on home videos. So like Mm -hmm. it had already happened. So I think, I think so. Oh, that's interesting. Or maybe it was, maybe it was October. I think it was in like the summer sometime. I don't remember now. Oh, that makes me curious for the seventh one. I didn't realize. I thought he was around for yeah a while longer. Maybe not. Well, he, he did film some scenes for seven. Oh, weird. Oh, we'll get to it. I, I'm not going to spoil everything because it's one yeah. the next one, which I'm excited for because that was the first one I actually saw. Yeah, and I guess that's the. And have you seen everything after seven? Uh, not. I didn't see nine. I didn't uh, see nine nor Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, okay. So you saw the first one, seven and eight. Yep. Prior to this. Okay. Yep. Yeah, but I guess since we've arrived at the very long. Uh, the the end credits at this point yeah i guess what's your summary what what are your thoughts on this one all right one again thank you for all the crew and post-production crew for making this film i think it was a good endeavor for everybody who was behind the production but for justin lynn and chris morgan oh boy this is uh this is uh (laughs) Me and him or me and this guy are addressing you guys because, oh boy. I'm not saying drop, you guys dropped the ball, but this was this certainly went everywhere, eh? Yeah, I mean, I can't say drop the ball because, I mean, I this thing made a fuck ton of money. The franchise kept rolling on. Uh-huh. I mean, we're getting 10, so next month. I saw on IMDb that this has like a 7.1 or something rating. So Fast and the Furious fans were were more than happy with it, but yeah, as someone who doesn't consider consider themselves a Fast and Furious fan, this left much much to be desired. I can uh, confirm for him seven at least seven star on IMDb and sixty one on Metacritic Metascore. Excuse me. Yeah, so it sounds like most folks were okay with it. This one just feels like, ah, what was the point? What what did we get out of this? They reunited Letty. They turned likable characters into just kind of stand-ins. Did they introduce anything new? I guess the Shaw at the end, but he wasn't a character. Really, he was a tease. Not even that. Yeah, the the brother Shaw, but like... Yeah. <laughs> again, the whole like dark counterpart idea is, I think, a good idea and something that's a little almost introspective. You can almost even say it's like... Oh man, look how far we've come. Like, you know, Sean mentioned it of like, you know, from DVD players to this. Yeah. Like, it could have been a thing with Vin Diesel being like, man, like, what have what have I been doing this whole time, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, yeah. I keep hoping for that moment will happen because Yeah, you'd think that he would learn his lesson about putting all his his family into such dangerous situations, but Apparently not. 
And in a way, this film also pulled a Dante or a uh, Devil May Cry Dante's Awakening or Devil May Cry 3 Dante's Awakening with Han, where the reason he's either so relaxed or, you know, not as I'm not saying not as engaging because we like him a lot in three. But the reason he was so like down in three is because of Giselle, uh, Giselle being gone. Yeah, I guess he can retroactively insert that. Yeah, I don't know how he lost all of his money and wound up working with that little lower, you know, nobody. I mean, maybe that's the whole thing. Like it was a fall from grace. Like because he lost Giselle, he he needed some time away from Dom maybe. And he went to Tokyo and just instead of bottles of booze, it's a lot of snack. He spent a lot on snacks because maybe he took up smoking again or not, or he, keeps eating and you just can't get past Giselle. Yeah. And again, talk, talk about taking characters that I liked. I liked her in that, that fifth film. I felt like I couldn't quite figure out in four. And then in this one, it's just like that. Ah, all she was, was a performance by Gal Gadot and not really a character anymore. So that was too bad. Yeah, I agree. I, I I certainly agree. We got we lost two characters today. We lost both uh, Han and we lost Giselle. I mean, we already lost Han. Yeah. Well, hey, that's at least that gives reason why. Uh, so in the next one, that means we we now know why um, Dom goes to Tokyo to see uh, to see uh, Lucas Black. Because he's got a one find about about what happened with Han, and two, he's got to get his necklace back. Oh, okay, okay. I guess I could see that'd be a good way to introduce. And yeah. I'm only I'm only saying that because I'm putting the pieces together here. Because he shows up at the end of three, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Absolutely. So that's not me. That's not me spoiling things for seven. I just make. Does this mean now we can follow up on that scene? Yeah, yeah, and that is that is the one. Even though I'll be disappointed not to see uh, Han anymore. Nope. It is like, okay, now we're progressing and we don't have to worry about this silly kind of anachronisms popping up thing. <laughs> uh, sorry, when I said nope, I meant uh, nope. We're at the very end of the uh, credits. We're now getting all the, you know, all the yeah. disclaimers and whatnot. Uh, nope, there's no in loving memory of, which is okay. Yeah. The next film. The next film is a lot about that but Mm. um yeah kind of a mixed bag for me on this because there you know there was some was car stuff pretty much all fun like a lot of fun uh justin lynn has a standard now uh set for fast and furious with him um a lot of good scenes with stuff they 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 did expand a bit even with the uh (laughs) with the the tank scene and the uh mile long or too long runway of airstrip uh, <laughs> with the hell or the, 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 the Herculean plane. And, um, but on the other flip side, when it came to everything out of the car, another rewrite. <laughs> Cause yeah. I think there's stuff here, but missed opportunities. I'd say. Yeah. There was stuff there. They just didn't find it. And yeah, that's, that's too bad. Yep. So I, <laughs> Kayla, what's your standings right now? <laughs> um, as per usual, one, two, 
I think I boosted five above three, and I think I'll keep that there. So okay. one, two, five, three. Uh, I think six, four. Oh my goodness! Yeah, four. I didn't really like. Um, That's this true. One I didn't really like either. But I, I don't, I don't know. Those two are. I could, you know, ask me, ask me a week from now, and I won't know which order to put them. <laughs> Either way, they're at the bottom. Six and four at the bottom. How about you? <laughs> yeah, okay. I think the same thing. I think maybe I'll put this one yeah, above above four, like you said. So it'll be one, two, five, three, six, and four. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Let's let's hope that they, you know, can pull it back around. Justin Lin. Yeah, episode seven. <laughs> uh, well, actually, unfortunately... That is not the case. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yep. No, sorry. Uh, it is not Justin Lin in the chair for the next one. It's uh, your old friend. It's your old buddy, James Wan. Oh, that's that's very positive. Yep. Yep. I mean, to to be honest, Justin Lin's batting average, even though I feel like he keeps improving, his batting average is you know fifty fifty. So having someone else come in, I'm I'm more than happy with that. Yeah, it's the Star Wars treatment now, hopefully. Yeah, and James Wan is is a, a quality film director, so we'll see what he can do. I don't know anything about this movie at all. Yep, hashtag give me Malignant 2. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, but yeah, thank you once again for, for, for carrying me through this, you know, for helping me along. <laughs> hey, anytime, bud. I mean, it, was, it was my idea in the first place, so I kind of have to, like, you know, direct this stuff or lead this and... Yeah, you know, there's some pauses here and there, but we, you know, there's, there's bad again. Performances are there, but doesn't feel like the writing is there, unfortunately. Yeah, and it, it's becoming way too cartoony. It's becoming like I'm trying, I'm trying to check my brain in, but you know, it's I, I just, it's tough. It's funny how like this is becoming more cartoony when the first one, you know, can be a bag of beans, but there's actually again meat to it. I keep saying that at the like the end of each one that we the further we go away from one, it's like, <laughs> listen, there actually was stuff that was good about one, which makes it more tough. Yeah, because it's like, how did we get to this? And there was a lot of goofy stuff that happened with one. And yet we still like it. Yeah. But yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess we'll check in next time when we arrive at uh, Furious 7. I don't know if it has a subtitle or, or a different title. <laughs> OK, according to I'm. Yeah, it's Furious 7. There you go. That. <laughs> Well, actually, wait a minute. I wonder if it's a retroactive thing. What if what if it was Fast and Furious 6? This is almost Mandela effect. It's a Fast and Furious 6, but it, then they like retooled it as Furious 6. Oh, I don't know. I don't I don't remember any trailers or anything. Like it's, you know how, you know, uh, A New Hope was like you told you 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 know, you know this. It was Star Wars yeah. first and then like when they were putting out Empire before that, they were like, "All right, retroactively it's called Star Wars Episode 4: A New Hope." yeah well but yeah maybe we'll discuss this next time because yeah it's getting uh i'm getting sleepy in my eyes i'm behind the wheel and i'm drifting that's for next time that is not for now till next time folks thank you very much for listening and do you i ask you this do you wish to be a part of uh an expendables crew which is funny how that that film series never went into leaned into either like Escape from New York or you know the Suicide Squad angle. Oh, 
Funny how like two characters have died from this film and like almost nobody dies in the Expendables films. <laughs> I can almost say this is like an Expendables. Anyway, whatever. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>